Good evening, Mr. Bond. Good evening. Well rested? I believe you and Miss Magda have met. It was a pleasure. You're too kind. Here, this is a league podcast. The league versus octopusy, octopusy, octopus, octopusy. I'm not Jason, and I'm octopusy. <laughs> I'm a woman, which I actually did hear in the audio commentary. It like caught me off guard when I was like listening to it in the background. Clay Inferno here. But yeah, they were like, uh, yeah, we hired some tumblers, and uh, it's always good to have her, the woman punch people. <laughs> well, I was like, tumblers? A woman? What are you talking about, old man? A woman. <laughs> you covered everything. Yeah. Woman. Play Inferno here. Old man. <laughs> woman? Man? A tumbler? Oh, I'm still, yeah, I'm still in my intro. I'm a, uh, it's Clay Inferno here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, yeah, you, you said did it. Yeah, you said it. We got it. A woman. Bam. All right. Well, welcome back it's been a little while john hunt um yeah yeah it has 0050 0050 here octopusy 0050 uh Oct- yeah i was uh not well for a little while I'm well now very so, well all right but, get yeah, into but this not bullshit. very well uh, like, yeah, no not okay, very well okay, okay, more well. very well like in, very in well. the colloquial yeah colloquial sense <laughs> colloquial indeed. in the in the coleco sense in the Coleco, yeah, that would be funny too. In the Coleco sense, he's very well. <laughs> what? You heard me. Yes. And so it's been a little while since we've done a any bonding, a bounding through bond, bonding with bond. I don't know, whatever we call this shit. Bound up with bond. Well, we Roger through yeah. Roger, don't we? Is that the Roger? Yeah, yeah we Roger through Roger. Well, we're Rogering with Roger. Right. It's right. a sexy party with Roger. <laughs> man but this is one that i mean i guess you gotta do it it's not oh this movie (laughs) i I gave you an out with this movie when i said if you don't like it we don't have to do it you can't you can't it does enough i mean there's enough funny parts i guess can can i read this text for the public record uh just i would like to have this on the record announce the text Here's the text. <laughs> There's some some stuff in here about Matt Gorley and Matt's got a Matt. Just yeah. watch the pre credit to Octopussy. Just wanted to make sure I have to keep going, right? From Matt Durson. <laughs> and John Hunt for for the public record did say if you don't like the pre credits, we can do something else. And you said, No, 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 I'm good. It's actually pretty funny. Plus we get famous double O nine. Hurt <laughs> hurt. Yeah, the clown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there that was go. good though. I I knew what you were getting at when you wrote that in, <laughs> in the text, right? <laughs> By the, I mean, for the record, for the public record, get I it on sent tape. that get text. Get it on tape. That was my sort of roundabout way of asking if we were going to podcast because if John, you know, if John didn't feel up to it, then I wouldn't watch Octopussy now. So figuring... it wasn't the 
it wasn't a subject. It wasn't a let's change the topic of the subject. Because it was like, a, are you feeling right. good enough to do the thing? Okay. Absolutely. I had no intention of not watching Octopussy, but I, I'd want to know because, you know, do I have days, weeks, minutes instead of hours? <laughs> but, you know, how long do I have to watch it? Hours instead of days. Yeah, but I, I mean, okay. I will say, but you this, stuck I with say this. <laughs> well, I mean, I watched it. It was fine. Stuck being the operative word. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to say this. This may have been because it came out in 1983, and I don't remember the exact year that I got cable, but I don't think it was until like eight, probably in 84, 85, probably, right? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, so I remember my grandmother had cable, and she had HBO or, or whatever, all these movie channels, and I remember watching, specifically watching the scene where, where Bond is going down the banister with the machine gun and he's shooting yeah. everyone. And then he has to shoot the, the, the little thing at the end. Yeah. So it doesn't hit him on the balls. Yeah. But when he shoots that off, it still leaves like a little <laughs> you know, that area like that would hurt. Feel, yeah. Kind of a sharp thing. But damage. I remember that scene specifically hmm. from when I was like seven. And that was probably my first James Bond anything. So there is a little bit of history there, I guess. But first, you know, this is experience. the first Bond movie I've sat all the way through uh, as a kid. Uh, mm. The thing I remember about it was uh, a couple things. One, that we were probably going to see Return of the Jedi at a movie theater, and for some reason, Joey D'Antonio was with us, and he went mm. to see Octopussy on his own instead. I don't know why he was with us. It's, just, uh, it's, like, that's a weird thing, yeah. it's not like we didn't like we him never, or anything. I know, but we never but we didn't hung, really out. hang out with him. You know, it was just sort of weird. Um, well, so, you're young enough he, that it was the needed a ride it was like a ride yeah i guess thing. but it was like it was like we weren't even like i wasn't with my family we were probably with scott slaney's family i'm pretty sure so oh, let, maybe maybe that had he some... just kind of hitched a ride and went yeah, to he the movie ride, by himself went... yeah so he would have been like 12 or so then um right yeah so but wow. because he was like very impressed with the scene where they drove the car on the train tracks that was the part that really captured him i i guess i made it out there that mm. you know what I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. I remember as a kid being torn about it, going, is this dumb or is it cool? You know? <laughs> like, I thought that about the whole movie. I, I was. Uh, it's funny because when I was a kid, and probably even still to this day, I defaults to not assuming that something is dumb at all. I'm just like, wow, that's cool. I'm like, a, that. wow, that's cool guy like all the time. Oh, there's cool. A, they throw the thing on the... There's a garden. bunch of stuff in James Bond movies that as a kid... I think it was my father's influence because he really likes the Connery movies. So, he, like, he always just seemed to be like, look at this cool thing. And I, I feel like stuff that he would have liked would have been Bond in the back of the truck at the beginning and he pulls the parachute cords on the two <laughs> guards and stuff. But let's get into the... Are we getting into the story or are we we'll talking We'll get there. About, we'll get there. Well, first, I want to talk... I mean, I don't want to interrupt Clay... Uh, you oh, always I don't have great. anything to say. I'm okay, just... you lean towards not dumb. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, like, talk... when I was as... like watching movies as a kid, I was just—I guess I was just excited to like see fun stuff. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't like you know I didn't have the critical part that, of the brain. I feel like you later. carried that over to adulthood too. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I've you're not I'm kinda... making fun of you. That's me. Like I, I think you really have. You no, seem I to think... enjoy... Way more stuff than me and Durson do, where we're when, like, ah, and, and everything. I, I, I kind yeah. of think it, I like, I take it as a compliment, like, and then it, it only makes me sometimes go, like, 
am I just not thinking critically enough about it or, or something like I'm like critical about myself about, you know, my attitude towards things. But I'm just like uh, a lot of times I'm just like, wow, it's pretty spectacular that all this stuff can come together and they made a TV show of X thing. Cool. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Daredevil movie that we reviewed is probably like a pretty good example of that. Like when it first came out, I was like, this is cool. And then I loved having the DVD, but it didn't take that long after for me to be like, Oh, this movie isn't that great. But like, <laughs> but when I first got the DVD and it had the extras on it and it had like, it had the, you know, the commentary or whatever, whatever stuff extra was on it. I was like, That's, I, they made a daredevil movie. Can you fucking believe this? And Ben Affleck is in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can still like have that sense of excitement or for whatever reason, that's just my default mode. Yes. I I wish I could <laughs> yeah, But it's yeah, okay. But... I like it. I like the dynamic here. Yeah, that no, it's always good. It's like your positivity sort of offsets our less than positivity. <laughs> and then when I don't like something, I don't like something. You know? Like it's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you like Yeah, me and Darson just get personally offended when we don't like something. <laughs> Can't yeah. believe they did this yeah. to me. God. Just like a typical I see, uh, but let, let's let's talk about your dad for a second because, to me, I guess, in my in the picture of my mind, James Bond really is well now like now it's Daniel Craig, except that. But in my mind, it's kind of a Timothy Dalton, uh, Pierce Brosnan kind of hybrid. That's what I think of in my head as what James Bond should or would be and not even Connery, but like really just because I kind of grew up with those two actors playing it. I, I and, feel that the public's image of James Bond is someone more like Pierce Brosnan. Like you, yeah, know, you say James I, Bond, you think like a guy who's really good looking and he's got dark hair and he's in a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, if, and not like being particular about Brosnan or, or uh, Dalton, like just like, that's the kind of James Bond, I think that should be and obviously but i could see your dad being like look at this fucking asshole he thinks he can fill you know connery's shoes like this guy this way roger moore is way different than sean connery yeah i don't think i don't think he was a fan of roger moore he liked pierce a little better this is kind of what i was thinking about a lot when i was watching this too because there is a certain i don't know if you want to call it like a style or like a you know a je ne sais quoi a certain coolness about james bond that just is not present here <laughs> at all, right? I remember that I'm I'm not well, getting. There's there's a whole this whole movie is it's like a weird backstory because of the Never Say Never Again and Roger Moore wasn't even going to come back. They had screen tested. Right, he James was Copeland. he was trying to get out of it. He kind of you know he was well, he, trying to get out of it. Older than Connery. Yeah, right? by a couple of years. Yeah, it's like a year or so. Or yeah, a couple of years old in Connery, and and in Never Say Never, which we'll get to that. We'll get there. Yeah. But Connery was they were playing him off as like old. Yes, and, and Roger Moore is older than him. Yeah, <laughs> and you can, John, you could probably correct me if I'm wrong. Just really quickly on this, like, are don't both of I know Roger Moore feels this way, and didn't uh, Big Tam kind of feel this way that Bond was a role that they played and they played other roles and they're actors and they do yeah. other things, you know, not really like the Hugh Jackman Wolverine thing where he's, you know, he does other things. He's a song and dance man, etc. But, but both of them enjoyed being bond, like being bond, 
but they moved on from their lives and they weren't like they're not James Bond fanboys. It was a thing they did. You know, maybe Sean Connery maybe was a little bit more like, yeah, well, you should treat me, give me all the Zardoz money because I'm fucking Sean Connery. I'm fucking James Bond. Maybe there's a little bit of that in negotiation, but I really felt that both of them were like, I did this movie. Oh, I did 17 James Bond films or whatever. But they weren't like super fanboys about James Bond, maybe. I don't know. I I may I may slightly correct you. I think please. Out of the two of them, Roger Moore was sort of more he, he was more happy to play Bond and he was a, an ambassador for it and was always doing public appearances True. and, and th- he enough. he seemed to enjoy it. Connery seemed to have issues with it after a certain point. Somewhere around Thunderball he was getting kind of antsy and wanted to do other things. So he had a more complicated relationship with the role than I think. I think Daniel Craig has the same attitude where he liked being Bond, but like it wasn't his life's dream, you know? So he was like, okay, yeah, I did it. Now I want to do something else. But um, yeah, I mean, I can imagine. I can kind of see that, right? I mean, open obviously opens a lot of doors because everybody knows who you are. Like when you go out for another role, they're like, well, it's James Bond, you know? Yeah. Like, but also you are you could be was, pigeonholed into yeah that was the thing daniel craig said when i saw him live at that thing where he said i made a list of all the pros and all the cons and the first thing on each the pro and the con list was it'll change your life and it'll change your life right and um i think that that was connery's thing too where people were following him into the bathroom when they were filming you only live twice and he was just like i'm fucking done with this you know? <laughs> I think a lot of sure. like you. I think you and McGregor said the same thing about playing. You know, being in the Star Wars movies. I think he was like, "Oh fuck, I don't want to do this anymore." And then he did it. He came back and did yeah. the show. But like, obviously, a long time had passed. But originally, I think he was like, "I'm done. I'm never picking up a lightsaber again." But you know, never say never, as yeah. we should yeah. say. Let's get yeah. into but that. If you, also, right. yeah, but also just quickly about the EMA mcgregor stuff and a lot of these things like picard um the picard season three it's not something we really cover on this show but like you know they had to get all of those actors to fucking come back and play their roles from 25 years ago and you know what was the deciding factor the fucking paycheck i'm sure they just wrote them all whatever they asked for you know like to make sure that and i and they all love each other they all are kind of, kind of get along and they do conventions together and they don't turn their back on Star Trek and Frakes is a director and they're very much involved with the community like but they were they weren't going to do the show unless they fucking got paid and I'm sure whatever Ian McGregor got paid was a lot oh, of course <laughs> you know, from Disney Plus oh yeah right. I, I guess I could pick that up well, yeah right. no there's no you know? way yeah no one's turning down that that kind of money so i mean yeah it's a paycheck and that's i mean michael keaton's coming back as batman it's all like everything comes back because of the money yeah it's voted by fans that he is the batman when we were just talking about like who's the who's the james bond people seem to uh right. think of michael keaton as a definitive batman which i like except for that he doesn't have a very batman like suit he has that he has the tim burton suit that's the only thing but i love his performance and it's great you know i agree (laughs) he's my guy all right now we have to talk about james James bond Bond. (laughs) i want to talk about the well because this is this is something i didn't even know about until like you know i was well into adulthood 
and I, even though I'm, I'm sure we had this conversation when I was younger, the just sort of never say never octopusy thing. Both were filming at the same time. They both were released within a few months of each other. Like what? Two James Bond movies, and one of them is by Cubby Broccoli, and one of them yep. is not. Eon, and one of them is not. It's Kevin uh, McClory. Because they had a little bit of a kerfluffle. What happened well, there? It's a, it's a really weird, complicated story that you have to go back to the 1950s for. Um, I when, got it. When Ian Fleming was still writing the books and trying to get Bond on the screen somewhere, McClory and him teamed up with, I think it was Jack Whittingham, uh, and they wrote a script, which was basically thunder. I'm giving like the real like sort of Like they wrote, they wrote (laughs) treatments for for a a movie that never happened. So Fleming took the treatment and or script. I I can't remember if they wrote a full script or not, and then turned it into a book without crediting the other two writers with them. And so that was about to go to publication, and Kevin McClory found out and was like, "Oh, hold on a minute here. A lot of this stuff is by me and the other guy." And so I don't want to interrupt, but I mean, we're talking like Spectre. Blofeld, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was going to say all that stuff, but yes. Okay, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. It was sorry, included yeah. in there, yes, because yeah. because uh, so McClory sued uh, over right. it, and Fleming ended up with the stress, had like a heart attack or oh two. I can't remember. Yeah, he, he was like the guy was like fifty. So he's like a couple years older than me, but he looked like he was ninety because he smoked <laughs> and drank so much and ate horribly, and you know. God. Uh, so uh so yeah so you got, he like they eventually settled uh out of court so mcclory got to keep the film rights for thunderball fleming got to keep the book rights and i think they had to put in like based on a story by jack whittingham and kevin mcclory and um so later on mcclory was like uh, I, I am jumping around a little bit was like claiming ownership for uh you know the cinematic bond because of all the ideas he had introduced in such as Blofeld and Spectre mm. and, and things like that. And so he began like, going, I can make any James Bond movie, at, you know, when you get down the line. So anyway, uh, McClory has the rights. Uh, Covey and Harry Saltzman are producing James Bond movies. And McClory's like, I can't like make a competing James Bond movie. I'll, so he teams up with them. They make Thunderball. They do a deal. They said in 10 years, the rights revert back to you. You can do whatever you want. Make another movie of it because who's going to be watching James Bond movies in 10 years? <laughs> and oh then that just, that just right? was like just legal like lawsuit after lawsuit for years. Uh, uh, it, it held up, uh, I think that and uh, part of uh, some other MGM problems when Harry Saltzman s- sold his part of um, Eon. Uh, and then because there was he a was broke year gap. And he needed to. Yeah. Yes. And so it was just all sorts of legal problems. They were always suing and like they were doing Spy Who Loved Me. And then McClory is like, this is too close to my idea for my Thunderball remake, which is called James Bond of the Secret Service or Warhead 2000 or whatever. And like he was a pro. He had a lot of attempts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why did he just get James Bond to play James Bond? It's really, you know. But they should have just got James Bond to play James Bond. Yeah. I mean, come on. And then like, I don't know how Connery got involved, but. Uh, originally, he was just going to be a writer on this thing. He wasn't going to star in it. They were going to get something like Richard Burton to play James Bond, and 
Eventually, I, I think little... they. Just... Why don't you play James Bond? James Bond's not available. Why don't we get you, Connery, to yeah, play James close Bond? Close enough. And I have a little yeah. drop on that. If you you probably do know this, John, but uh, I'm just just for the public record, Connery wanted to fuck Cubby Broccoli because they had gotten into a bunch of fights and stuff. So oh my god, they yeah, he Connery was like, always felt he was like, like he wasn't enough. Yeah, so he like <laughs> sort of like um. You know, it's like the it's like the Mocha Joe's uh, Latte Larry thing. He like <laughs> he spite he spite took the role. He was spite, like yeah, he's he's bar- broccoli. He's, 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 he's spite movied. He spite movied. <laughs> he he hates. It was he a spite movie. Broccoli. It was a spite. Yeah. It was a spite a movie. Film. He was like, yeah. He was like, oh really? That actually sounds. In- it, it was uh, probably not the deciding factor, but twenty five to eighty five percent. <laughs> 25 so, well if you think about it like you know when people like do something spiteful it's like yeah well i'm yeah. gonna fucking lean into it then uh yeah that sounds like a great idea <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean hollywood is full of these kinds of things but like not quite so i mean because never say never is basically a remake of thunderball yeah because that's legally all they could do was take right you know, it's all they could do the original script and just you, you could only build off of that. My God. So, okay, even up to the Craig movies where they weren't able, they weren't yeah, sure so, if they were going to get Spectre, right? Yeah, like, so they, yeah, what happened was, you know, McClory kept, like, like he kept announcing that he was going to do a James Bond movie. He was, he approached Timothy, this is like in the 90s even. He approached Timothy Dalton in the, he approached Pierce Brosnan in the 80s before, um, before he was cast as Bond because he had lost out the role in the, in, to Timothy Dalton because wow. he was going to do a remake of Thunderball then in the late 80s. He just kept doing it. And instead of, like, moving on with his life, he just, like, held on to these, like, I got this James Bond thing. It's mine. It's, I, I don't know what the deal was. But eventually, when he died in 2006, uh, his, the rights of everything went to his estate. And I think in 2013... Oh, because, like, Sony had the rights to Casino Royale and they had a deal with McClory so they're like well we can build our own Bond cinematic universe and it just never happened and then when he yes. died they were like well now we own MGM and we already have like Bond I think that's how it worked out so they I don't know they worked out a, a, a deal with to, like Eon got the rights to Casino Royale and somehow Sony got Spider-Man somehow everything was tied in together and the McClory estate sold the rights to Eon for Thunderball, and so then they get Spectre and Blofeld and all that stuff, and then they make a couple of shitty movies with those <laughs> ideas. And, well, yeah. Our Guy Another Day podcast. Yeah, go back and listen to that one. And also listen to our Big Tam. We have a Sean Connery episode way back. Not way back, but yeah. I don't know. When he died, right? Oh, he wait, was, it was, it was just before he died, yeah. Yeah, that was so a weird... Started. That was a weird uh, sort of coincidence that it was around then. Well, we did it around his 90th birthday, and then he, yeah, he didn't live much beyond that. So glad we got that one in there. But anyway, yeah, go back and listen to Sean Connery and all those, uh, all of our bounding through bonds. Yeah, listen to him. Maybe, maybe don't listen so carefully to the Casino Royale one because me and Derson are kind of. I know. That's all right. We gave it an A. Well, Be- besides certain fugue states and so what, what was the one where I had a trolley horse and I kicked the wall and fell out of my chair? <laughs> I'm gonna make Casino Royale too. I don't know. 
All right, but let's get into this. So this is um one thing that we... It was a battle of the bonds in 83. Yeah. 83 Connery versus Moore, and everybody was like, oh, finally, the real James Bond back. I would have hate to have been Roger Moore that year, and everybody just bad-mouthing me constantly, going, well, it's like even yeah, Barbara Carrera, who plays the, plays, uh, uh, what do they call her? She's Fiona Volpe in Thunderball. And I can't, I'm blanking on her name in Never Say Never Again, and, and everybody's going to, the two listeners we have will be yelling at their their MP3 right. player. Because I'm sure they they know. <laughs> They're yelling um, at their Zoom right she now. Turned, she turned the roll down in Octopussy because she wanted to go work with the real James Bond and never say never again. Wow. Well, it's a good thing. What's her name? Maud Maud Adams. Yeah. Because so, she was in The Man with the Golden Gun, right? Yes. Luciana Paluzzi. Yeah, no, that was okay. that was in Thunderball. That, that one. Oh, I see. Sorry. Uh, I was, was thinking of Barbara Carrera, who plays Fatima Blush. There we go. I, Adam of Flesh. All right. That's a very James forgiven. Bond name. Thank you. <laughs> you can Blush. stop yelling. Really? Hmm. Stop yes. yelling at your stop Zoom. At, yes. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop yelling at whatever your um, uh, at, preferred at, your Wherever you is. Yes. Your Rio player. So, yeah, we can get right. into whatever it is you want to get into. Well, we talked a lot about all the Craig movies and the gun barrel. You were very critical of all the gun barrels. This is a yes. pretty standard. Yeah, this gun is barrel. the same gun barrel they used in from Spy Who Loved Me until View to a Kill. And so, so it looked a little dated when he had his like flared pants in the mid 80s. <laughs> but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. Well, hey, it's, it's but it's fine. It doesn't it doesn't look obvi- like an obvious stunt man like in uh, no, like in Goldfinger where it was. Yes. Yeah. Listen to our Goldfinger episode. Yeah, we got plenty of episodes to, to listen to. You should have listened to them already. Go back and listen to them again. What are you listening to? Yeah, right. Don't listen to them for the first time. Yeah, listen to them for the eighth or ninth time. Anyways, I, I, uh, before, I guess before, I want to say this is John, the director is John Glenn, who it, who also did For Your Eyes Only and View to a Kill and Living Daylights as License to Kill. He did a lot of editing and others, you know. And the stuff. first astronaut to orbit the Earth. Yeah, I know. What a career this guy's had. Yeah. I think it's spelled differently. John Glenn has two ends, right? At the end. Glenn. That is true. That is Glenn. true. And that's a, that's very, I'm very happy that you know that. Oh, well. Very nice. But I have to say, I mean, like, View to a Kill, Living Daylights, License to Kill, those aren't the best Bond movies that you're ever going to, or in this one as well. These aren't really. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are sort of I feel like these are the equivalent of uh, like when you got to World is Not Enough with Pierce Brosnan they just sort of kind of blend together I feel like mm. the 80s Bond movies just sort of right. they're all kind of one move they all look the same they all have the same stuff in them essentially yeah. this is like also a uh, a Mr. Hunt kind of thing it's like at some point uh, your dad's saying you're like a huge Connery fan but like at some point, the tropes of the Bond, like with Q and stuff that wasn't so much in the books but was always in the movies, like this is, yeah. this has all that stuff obviously and leans into it. And the, you know, like it's like Bond movies became something way different than the, the books at a certain yeah. point. And then they leaned into all those little, little extra things, which I love. I'm, not complaining well, that's that, what it became. Yeah, 
Yeah. This is like the James Bond thing. So, all right, here we go. Well, let's start this movie here. Uh, so we, it's like a horse show at like an Air Force base here. Um, and yeah, and then next door they had an air show at a at a equestrian event. It was weird. <laughs> Is that what it was? A horse show. Uh, okay. Puppet so show. Guy, then spinal uh, it's very very well done. So there's this guy. And he's looking at this lady's boobs, and he turns away for a second, and then she leaves. It looks like it's like uh, uh, like right away the goofiness. Begins. Can I, I? I'm gonna I gotta tell you something about this woman uh, in this movie. How yes. old do you think she is? Oh, I, I don't know. Much younger no, than Roger Moore. <laughs> yes, that is true. I was just the general age. Thirty-two. I don't know. Just, Twenty-six. Just a number. Seventeen. What? Thirty-nine years younger than Roger Moore when they did this. <laughs> First of all, she doesn't look seventeen. She's no, only no. seven. But like when I found that out, I was like, y- y- yikes. Wow. First of all, who was in charge of like hiring her? And then, and then like Roger Moore's like, I'll, like, I'll see like... you in Miami. And it's like, oh, gross. <laughs> gross, Roger. Oh, font. Awkward. Oh, man. So anyway, I just wanted to share that little uh, well, thank you. drop thank on you. So she's, but she's a, she's an MI6 agent. She's not just any woman. A woman. <laughs> she's an, uh, she, like they, they hire young. She's an intern. Yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> so she's doing so, a yeah, like, project. Bond comes and he he changes into the. But he has a, he has he pulled up in a jeep that was pulling like a, a horse. Uh, yeah. Like a trailer. But he changes, you know, into like a, a uniform. She gives she turns him his clothes inside out, and it becomes a, a military uniform. Basically, yeah. He gives her this fake. Mu- he, she gives him this fake mustache, which just looks so corny, but. Then he that allows him just to walk on the base, and he's got his brief. He's got a briefcase, and then in one shot it's gone, and then it comes back. I don't These know things anybody... happen. These things happen. <laughs> it was the precursor for the invisible car. It was an invisible briefcase. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you for like a no prize. Yeah, there no we go. Prize. Boom. I'll be That's collecting it. my no prize at the end of the show. I'll give you your no prize. Yes. Um, but it's good to have that briefcase because there's a bomb. Uh, in it that he puts into this experimental plane thing that they have and then all of a sudden the bad guys are all around him yeah but they... i want to point out that the uh that bond is impersonating this guy named toro which he said sounds like a load of bull and uh that's funny and the guy that comes in is that guy toro and they do and apparently he was roger moore's uh stand-in on the saint which is why they look very similar so when he walks oh. up so when he walks up to bond with his with his uh guards oh. Bond says to him, he's like, oh, look at a small world. You're a Toro, too. And uh, right. I thought that was cute. This is actually one of my favorite pre-credit sequences. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry I said that I didn't want to. I didn't, no, I didn't say I didn't want to watch. I was just making was sure you were going to be up for it. said it was yeah. funny. Yeah. I know. I, I like it, too. It's pre-credit. I think it's totally over the top and fucking great. I feel like if the movie ended as a pre-credit sequence, I'd be going, this is one of the best Bond movies ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So as he's being taken away, they catch him, and he's being taken away. And this girl follows him, and she kind of like in a. It, he's being taken away in like a truck, um, and this girl, the girl, the seventeen-year-old girl, yes, flashes him a little leg, and maybe a little more than that, a little something down there. Yeah, and, uh, and they're all yeah. looking. I like I like the face that uh, Bond makes. That he's like, check her out, huh? What do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That they girl know could be my grandma. Yeah, these 
These, I, this is supposed to be like a, like a South American country or something. It is a lot of white guys. For, you know. <laughs> I know everybody is just white. And as you pointed out, he as they're they're not watching, and he reaches out and pulls the rip cords on the parachutes that they're wearing for no reason. Yeah, as one does when you're yeah. <laughs> in, in a truck guarding a prisoner. Like, why would you wear a parachute? Take but at the off. time, I was like, what a clever way to get rid of the guards. Not going like, well, why are they wearing parachutes? <laughs> Maybe they were on their way to parachute practice. Maybe. It's, I yeah, guess yeah. that's it. They yeah, had like to, there was no time. No time. Yeah, we can't take these things <laughs> off. We got to get this guy to jail. <laughs> so it is hilarious, though. Like, he pulls their ripcords, and they just go, whoosh. Like, because, like, I don't know if that would even, unless the car was going I nine. Yeah. I don't know why I'm even I don't think that works. But why am I? In the living daylights, at least he, like, kicks out the window when the Jeep is falling off the side to give him some sort of lift when he opens the chute. So. Right. There's no, like, scientific – I mean, this, this is just silly. They were just – they're not going fast enough. Eh, forget it. So, anyway, they go flying. And then they, they do the same, like, hey, check out the girl. Like, oh, the girl drives up to because the front. Bond of the hops off of the truck because the yeah. two guys that are in the front don't look back when – the parachutes open. Right. Hear the they had no idea that that happened. They were listening to the radio really loud up front. <laughs> so like, yeah, Bond gets into her car, right? And then they do the same, like, hey, check me out. And then he shoots the tires. And it's they... kind of a funny reveal because you can't quite see that Bond is in the backseat of the, her car until it reaches a certain point because the guy's like, oh, hello, lady. And then he's like, oh, yeah. guy with a machine gun pointed at me. Yeah. And then the, the the thing crashes and and whatever and he gets in Almost his kills his... some chickens. <laughs> I have a lot to say about the pre credit because it's one of my favorites. But okay, uh, after after this, I'll have less to say. So no, no, it's fine, it's fine. So he he gets in his horse trailer and the 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 horse's butt is fake. It just kind of goes up. There's no horse back there. It's just a, it's it's just fake. That's a and funny a in there. prop. Like somebody had to make that, which. That cracked looks, me up and delighted me so much. Like it's, okay, it's so, like a very oddly shaped. It's like a yeah. really tall horse, and it just Gonna looks like someone stuck some an... Elmer's glue on a butt, horse butt and then just dumped like flocking on it. You know, it, 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 it looks terrible. So, it's so, but yeah, that delights me in a way that I can't describe. Like it, it almost needs a like a sproing sound effect. Boing. So and he he's got a plane back there, like a tiny yeah, little plane, a little, a little uh, Acro Star or something. Uh, okay. I, think I think that's what it was called. Oh. All right. Yeah, he they flies were out a, a popular tiny plane at the time. Well, it was the style at the time. Yes. Really. So they shoot a missile at him, and he does that thing where he like it, you know, turns around, and the missile follows him, and and he, you know. It, but it is. I will say that this is a very because we got it. This is 1983. He flies the plane through the the base. Yes. And apparently that's like a a car that has been stripped down there's, to just there's the, the motor. There's, there's two cool things that they're doing here. All right. Uh, one is that, and the other is they're using a foreground miniature to match up with the background. That's how he flies into the uh like the hangar. Is that yeah. he's really flying in front of it, but the the way the model is like half of a model lining mm-hmm. up with half of the real background looks seamless. And it, it yeah, does look very seamless. Do that all the, 
And yeah. the the only thing, sorry to cut you up, but the only thing that they they mentioned in the commentary, which I didn't know, and I didn't notice myself, but you can see like a little arm kind of holding up the the plane as it's going through the hangar. But when you're watching the scene and just looking at the whole screen and watching a, a plane, it's very kind of like trick of the eye. You don't see that unless you're looking for it. You of know course what I mean? not. No, 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 absolutely. If you pause, you'd have to like pause it. Yeah. Which is which what is, I did when right. I was a kid. And I recorded oh, it off of HBO. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on there? And yeah, you can see the, <laughs> the pole attached to the car, to the, to the plane. But I mean, it's, it's, I mean, there's no CGI, obviously. So, I mean, that's mm. pretty cool. It's, it's a very cool effect. And, and then, obviously, the missile blows up the base. It's a very cool explosion. Like, the, literally, the whole thing goes up. Like, it's a, it's yeah, a miniature, that's a, I guess. That's a but, great miniature that they blew Yeah, up. but you wouldn't know it. It looks fantastic, so... And then he he's he's low on fuel. He just drives up to a gas station, and as only Roger Moore can, he says, "Fill her up, please." And then one <laughs> of the worst songs in the creation of mankind <laughs> comes on. Not okay, before that, before that though, that was a that was a Roger Moore ad lib uh, included into the final product. So oh, that I was his oh, idea. Oh, good yeah. man, Roger. That mm-hmm. Roger Moore, funny fellow. So yeah, the song is called "All Time High" by Rita Coolidge, and it is an all-time bad song. Yeah. All-time yeah, low. This is like post. This is a an era of music that I really don't like. Uh, there's certain things that, about there's certain. I have a very eclectic, but actually very kind of snobby musical taste. I <laughs> forever like was so punk rock is like fuck disco. You know, I also kind of like. Kind of like a, I like Kiss and dumb rock and roll. Like this is like the epitome of music that I don't like. For it's like post disco, like disco hangover, cocaine music. And I just fucking hate it. It's the worst <laughs> song. <laughs> well, it it's is like, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's like light. Remember there was um, Oh, what was it? there was like an easy listening station in North Dakota that uh, my father would always listen to, and this probably would have played on that. But this is, I guess, they call it, uh, um, like soft rock or adult contemporary or whatever. The you Quiet call it. Stone. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's bad. It's bad. And I then, know yeah. We always... And if you go all time high in 1983, that's a not so subtle double entendre about being high. Like it, it no doubt in my mind that. That's what that is. I I never put that much thought into it, but go, go, okay, you're probably right. It's probably about. Well, I I okay. It, it, <laughs> you guys talk about like uh, you know we were talking about like being critical about things and stuff. Like there's like I can go off on like music and trends that I do not like. I I have a critical mind when it comes to some certain things, like genre whole genres of music. I could write off and hate oh. them. So passionately, and this is one of those things. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have to. Let's. This is one of the. Never mind the wor- one of the worst Bond songs. This is one of the worst songs it's just of all song. time. It's terrible. So Bond. the less said about it, the better. Yeah. Fortunately, the song does not go on forever. Right. And uh, and the opening, to- you know, like the. It's funny when you like watch something like that, and you're like. Oh, I could like ask John to like do this in green screen like one thousand times better in Final Cut than the way they have everything. You know, somebody I watched a YouTube thing and somebody was like, "It's Octopussy when the arms are coming through 
uh, Roger Moore for like his embrace thing. It's like, why aren't there eight arms? They like <laughs> right. there's like six arms or five. It's like an uneven number. It's like you could have. It's it, it's right there. Octopussy eight. You know, Doc Ock. Like, but no, they fucked that up too, and it just does not very look very good. I mean, like for the style of the time, sure, it was great, but we're used to a level of where it's just right. like, oh. It, I mean, it's pretty thing. standard. Naked yeah. chick, gun. You know, I mean, yeah, what it's yeah. someone said, make up Jane's Bond opening, and they said, all right, so let's get All a right, naked so chick and some guns. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, here's this. a laser pointer I can use that I can run over the <laughs> run along the naked chick's bodies and have them bounce right. on trampolines and boom, Bob's your uncle. We got a James Bond opening. There you go, Bob. Say drunk. no more. All right, so we are in East Berlin, and our favorite uh, our most double favorite, O agent, yes, yes. <laughs> on the <laughs> scene. <laughs> oh, I'm 009. 009. I'm 009 reporting for duty, and I'm being chased by two twins that are throwing knives at me. <laughs> they so like they catch him, and he goes down this waterfall thing. And, well, yeah. wait, I mean, like it's a clown oh, running through the woods, being chased by with two yeah. guys with knives that like they they're dressed in like maroon shirts, a little vest yeah. and they look ridiculous i know and, and like the th- he's got like a balloon on his ass that like yeah, pops. Which, i that's don't how know they... why you would be carrying the fucking balloon if you're trying to sneak away from the first yeah, of all that thing take off. off the stupid shoes too don't wear the big clown shoes while you're trying to escape just kick them off and run <laughs> squeak 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 this is why 009 was given yeah, the, he wasn't the clown the, the, clown, it, the circus assignment you and know? is this the it, yeah also is this the Correct me if I'm wrong, but is this not the first time 009 has actually been a clown? Is that like his thing? Like that's his, you know, <laughs> like if, he, if we see Double Nine trading <laughs> the whole clowns, uh, you know, uh, under. Yeah. I like, imagine they we need do a like clown assignment. We send in 009. Yeah, they, they could probably like yeah in the the new whenever they do the new james bond like they'll have a 009 character and you just like but they just subtly reference it he's like wiping white makeup off his face before <laughs> the next scene i thought i thought maybe like they would show like uh a, another like q would walk into m's office like wiping water off his face and he'd be like what are you doing and he's like oh 009 got me with you know seltzer <laughs> bottle flower, <laughs> flower yeah. is oh or the seltzer flower so anyways he falls down this waterfall he goes to the british embassy and there there's a party there he got stabbed he, in the back too right yeah he got stabbed in the back i'm sorry i thought i mentioned that but yes he's wounded he goes he crashes through this window and they're like oh and he drops a faberge egg and dies it's the end. I mean, he's a sad clown at that point <laughs> and then yeah. And then the the movie is over, and then John's like, "Oh, you know what? That that post credit scene was <laughs> yeah. pretty great. This movie was awesome. Okay, I'll see you later. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, sets up the next movie. Yeah, the revenge okay. of the clown, or the, you know, Bozo's revenge or yeah. something. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Double O Nine used to work uh, as Bozo before he uh, <laughs> infiltrated Octopussy Circus. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, we get Bond at you know MI Six HQ. He walks. Yeah. We meet. Okay. I want to say something Please. about this story. It doesn't make any sense. It, like this whole movie is just like super complicated and and nothing ties together. Like really, you just sort of like okay, there's a clown running. He's got a Faberge egg, and then they're gonna go yeah. to Sotheby's because the real one is there. And then 
someone runs a circus and then someone's going to do something with a bomb and then they're going to I'm like this movie's just stuff you know <laughs> there's a lot of weird it, it yeah like the, the circus just is someone like, just had this idea to be like let's have bond in a circus like yeah there's no reason just, for it it's i just, feel like the same thing happens in the next one too in uh, a view to a killer like just stuff happens like like there's a whole story about horse racing and they, they're dope you know there's a special thing they're doing these horses and then they just drop that they're like okay we're not going to follow that storyline anymore <laughs> No one. How I feel about this? This movie is like yeah. and, also, and then that just dropped at a certain point. Yeah, so, I wonder if it, maybe if somebody is like also like they're like me and they want to have a train fight. And it was like, well, circuses have trains. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like the lamest. <laughs> Wait, do circuses have trains though? To go yeah. from town sure. to town, right? I don't know. I thought they'd just put them on a truck or something, not a not a train. Yeah, they, yeah. They a truck. That, that back says, in the day, that but like, we don't slaughter is the best medicine or whatever, like <laughs> Batman, uh, like in the Dark Knight. Yes, I, I want to point out because I thought this would be like I don't know what was the, what is the point of Penelope Smallbone? This well, is I've got money some knowledge. Piece. Please. Um, well, originally when they were going to recast James Brolin as Bond, they were like, "Well, we need a younger money penny. He can't be." flirting around with his grandmother you know so they <laughs> so they cast this woman and then uh -huh. then the producer's like well we can't use a new james bond to go up against the original james bond so that's when they brought roger moore back and then right. when they did that they're like well now it's going to be weird if he's hitting on this he already was you know googling uh, uh google oh ogling rather uh the uh, <laughs> 17 year old so right. they brought lois maxwell back she was also sort of like <clears throat> so she was not she wasn't shy about uh, voicing her displeasure about things they would do with Money Penny. Apparently, yeah. Like, when they really cast her for Living Daylights, being, right? Yeah. She was mm. very like, "What the fuck?" You know. She <laughs> interviewed the woman that took her place and was like a little catty when in the interview. Really? So, yeah. Uh, wow. She'd be like, "You're doing a wonderful job, darling," and then would like turn away and be like, "Not as good as I would have done." This you bitch. Oh. Yeah. Before well, we Bob talk. Uh, yeah. story just for a second because uh, I, I don't know if there's another end to this but it's also it's casting related and you talked about James Brolin did anyone watch like his test footage for this because they were going to have an American yeah. I saw, I've seen James it, yeah. Bond yeah and and he is quite good and he's quite handsome and I I could see him as my James Bond except for yeah, this, he kind of has a mid-Atlantic almost Almost English accent, almost. They they would have had to give him a little bit more of a British accent, I think, like made him work on that a little bit. But the I think they would have awesome. probably they probably would have let him just keep the sort of generic American accent because it would yeah, be, like it would British it would because it would sounded. bring more money in from the U.S. I think if you had an American Bond, mm -hmm. I think that's sort of their thinking. And, and also, Jim Brolin back then looked like um, Christian Bale. I was I thinking think. the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. And, if you and see they, uh, Westworld with him in it, it's, yeah. he's like a dead ringer for him. Oh, yeah. We watch, when we get into Westworld, we watch like all the Westworld. Well, it's only like maybe two or three. Two. And then, like, we, yeah, they, we, but there's also a, a Westworld TV series that I bought oh, on right. Apple yeah, yeah, TV, yeah. but I haven't watched it yet. But I was like, I can't wait to watch this. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, he's, he's fucking great. And, and they even filmed the, 
like the same scene uh, that we're gonna get to with with VJ. Like they they did a couple of scenes with him. he like yeah. spent some time at Pinewood Studios. Like it was, was like ready much, to do it. He, yeah, he was pretty much the guy. He he had said something about it. he's like, well, I went out and bought all these expensive suits, you know, to impress Cubby and this and that, and then it just didn't work out because of Never he Say Never Again. If that it. hadn't happened, we would have we wouldn't we wouldn't have any more Roger Moore movies. And it would have been James Brolin. There would have been any Timothy Dalton or anything either, most likely. Wow. Yeah, that's and crazy. Then like, uh, you know, like, yeah, he, he could have done the laser beat thing and, like, just stolen the suit. <laughs> 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 but this isn't the first time that they've cast another actor to play James Bond, and then they rehired the previous actor. Like, before Diamonds Are Forever, they hired, uh, I, I don't remember who it was, but he was in Psycho. Uh, like kind of a minor character in Psycho, uh, oh. and um, Pierce Brosnan was uh, just about to take over the role when he had to stop. And yeah, so it's not like the first time this has happened. Interesting, very, very Anyways, I guess we should get on with the movie. Because, yeah. So anyway, yeah, like you, know, you pointed out, scene. they show him a Faberge egg. Oh, it's a fake. It's got like a microphone in it. Whatever. And then they they're like, okay, we're gonna send you to the auction with the real egg. With this old guy here who reminds me of Mr. Howell. Apparently, his <laughs> name is art. Jim Fanning or whatever. He's like, I'm the, the, the I want to see his business card like Vespers, where it's like uh, an adventurous uh, art <laughs> dealer or something. But apparently, it was Jim Fanning Day like a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember why, but I, I was seeing Douglas that. Douglas Wilmer, yes, as Fanning is that's, that's his name. But yeah, so they, they, uh, it's, it's, he's, so he's taking over for 009. He's basically taking the operation over, but he doesn't wear the clown. He doesn't get his have to put the clown makeup on. Well, uh, until later, I guess. But we'll get there. Um, so then there's this stereotypical 80s Russian bad guys are in a meeting. It feels like it's like a scene from The Naked Gun or something. I hate place. this scene so much because this <laughs> oh, guy... I love the set design. It's the great. set is great. It's Super way cool, cool. but... Uh, Burkoff is his name. Orlov? Oh, but no, I was saying Berkoff his real name. Right. Uh, yeah. right. uh, but he was in, uh, what was he? He was in like the second Rambo movie and he was in yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 2. I don't remember if it was the first or second one. But Three? yeah, he's just like, he's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a Roger Moore James Bond movie. Well, I better dial up the, yeah. like the overacting to a gazillion. It was the first Beverly Hills Cop, by the way. Oh, okay. Thank you. But yes, still. Yeah, he just goes. He just goes, he goes up to eleven. He's like he's and, me playing the Red Skull in our uh, audio yeah. comics. And, the, <laughs> the, and also like, I, I the, the what the kids say it hits different. Like when I love watching like any of these cold, <laughs> these cold war, thi- these cold war things when we when we see them now, it's like I remember like almost like kind of like my love for GI Joe and stuff like being like a patriotic like and you know kid and being like yeah like like there was the fear of this you know we're gonna mutually assure destruction and all that stuff so like when i'm like looking back on this now and uh, like watching these i'm highly entertained by any soviet stuff I, I think it's like really like it brings me back to a place where like just the world is so different now i'm like wow that was what we were worried about back then everybody uh, all the time yeah. i mean we're kind of worried about it I mean, yeah i'm still in a different about the more, Russians, mo- more modern way though like right, the cold war right. was like a like a 
uh, it was definitely an us versus thing them. Yeah, it was just a big <laughs> you know? dick measuring contest then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. And we're Reagan's eighties right now in the cocaine in the in the post disco hangover. You know, don't get me started, please. I do want to put. I was also in one of the one of the another really terrible movie is Fair Game with uh, oh, what's your was, name, Sidney yeah. um, Crawford, yeah. and that was the other the lame Baldwin, which Williams, yeah, right? That's a couple Baldwins that are all of them, all of them are the lame Baldwins. <laughs> yeah, this guy feel- kind of looks like a discount Dolph Lundgren. Yes. So anyway, they're basically playing Dolph Risk. Lundgren will be in the next movie briefly too. Just oh, saying. very good. Yeah, so they basically play Risk, and it's like, oh, it's, uh, General Orloff is doing all this stuff, and 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 General Golgol, who is uh, yeah. who has appeared in past Bond movies, is like, dude, just chillax. We're not gonna, we're not gonna take over <laughs> Europe. We're not gonna send tanks into whatever. This is a dumb idea. And he's like, you're a dumb idea. <laughs> then he goes to see. Is this? Does he go to see the Fabergé egg? Fake guy. Yeah, the fake egg. And they're like, well, let's just go get the real one or whatever. Or they're <laughs> like, yeah. But I just don't understand. So I just don't get this There's whole so part, much but... weird shit happens around here in this yeah. Yeah. movie. Yeah, pa- so painted background nonsense. in this little basement area. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it doesn't really matter. So hey, they're at Sotheby's, but they, he name drops. It's like Sotheby's. Or... So the egg, by the way, is called Property of a Lady. We should point out that the, the oh, name of ladies, the yeah. Fabergé guy make he names all his eggs. So, and a lady walks in, and Bond is like, "Well, maybe it's since it's property of a lady, maybe it's that lady." <laughs> and and it's and it is. It is. It's Christina <laughs> Wayborn. Yeah, she's uh, not real pretty, but she's got a way high forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like, like her hair starts like short halfway up the top of her skull. It's really. But, actually, yeah, you're you're right. I didn't really notice it that much, but this picture on IMDb is not very flattering, and it is. And like, well, Mrs. Elder would had had also noticed like she's got a big forehead, huh? But yeah, you know. well, Bipet. Bond notices her. Oh so, yeah. So then we get the bad guy, Kamal Khan. We should point out no relation to Ms. Marvel, <laughs> who's Kamala. Kamala, Kamala, yeah. Kamala Khan. Yeah, Kamala Khan. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, the, the guy says, "Oh, the egg is worth like this much." The yeah, it'll con- go for this con- much. Con, con, is up to three hundred twenty thousand pounds, and Bond is like, "Well, let me just, you know." So it goes up to five hundred thousand, which is way more than it's worth. Now I, I forget did they gave um, Bond a fake Faberge egg, but then he switches. M- no, no, no. The they M- gave him a M- real one. This they is why it's done. so it's so dumb because so I don't stupid. even I lost it's track. So dumb, it's so dumb. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. He they, switches it because like yeah. do, you because can he, do this yeah. thing when you're he bidding. Says, like, yeah, he's like, I want to, I want to look at it. So he takes yeah. it and then does this move where he takes the egg and then pulls it down under the table and then brings it back up and it, he switches it then. Which I'm pretty sure. So awkward and obvious. Security would be like, what, what the fuck? You yeah. handed it to him. I mean, for? everyone in that room is watching him and somehow he switches eggs with nobody yeah. noticing. Yeah. That's oh, some well. real inspector gadget shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the guy paid five hundred grand for a fake egg. Yeah, whatever. But um so then M is like, Well, go to Delhi to find out what this con guy and so I do want to so he, when he gets off the boat, the there's a, a snake charmer there and he plays the Bond theme, and that is actually 
Um, BJ. But I mean, I don't know why. It's funny. It's a funny moment if you know who Bond is. But why would he be like, okay, your contact is this guy and he'll play your theme. Wouldn't it be amazing (laughs) if like maybe Bond didn't know he had a theme until right then? Wouldn't it be great (laughs) if like we all had like theme songs and then suddenly we were made aware of it? That'd be great. Like if you came over one one day, uh, or, or we were at or we were at uh, a convention, and you'd be like, doo 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 and you're like, they're playing my song. <laughs> All we need now is to make up words to the Bond theme, and then it would have been even better. Oh, yeah, he I'm is the sure. guy who can't, <laughs> we can't do this again. Don't make me do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Go back and for some reason, our... yeah, the music of James Bond episode. <laughs> For some reason, the fact that he plays the James Bond theme on his flute doesn't bother me. Like, I feel no, like that should really no. annoy me. In fact, I no, it's fine. Like, I uh, thought it, it was hilarious. Yeah. But it's like and, worked into the plot. It would have been funny enough if that was just nothing. Like, I yes. would have thought that was cool. But the fact that it's like, oh, no, that's the guy he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, I mean, Bond has, he also has instructions to meet the Indian guy playing the flute or something, doesn't he? Or like I, it's I don't just know. that he has a contact that he's supposed to meet in some area, I, I, I guess. Um, the but funny I, thing it's, is, it's a, the guy is, who's playing your theme just go. <laughs> you're, you're, you're here, a snake charmer. Play your theme. Um, the guy playing it is a uh, was a tennis player, right? Because Mrs. Elder was is very big into tennis. She knew who he was. Yeah, no, he was a big deal, and he they actually yeah. worked yeah. that in. Uh, yes, course. it did. I play a bit myself. There's a lot of tennis jokes. That, yeah, uh, and I can't tell if it's like a recent Bond thing, like almost like well, you know, Dave Bautista is like an is an established actor, but like, you know, when did it first start where they had like these really cool cameos? Well, I guess in uh, I guess just right in the beginning, huh? Because they have like the guy that uh, who plays Felix in the in the Doctor No. Oh, Jack. The guy from. Yeah, from Hawaii Five. Well, I maybe mean, it started then, but you know, it's kind of cool these cameo kind of things. There was there were some cameos in Diamonds Are Forever that they cut out. There was a whole thing with Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, in it that they took oh out. God. But yeah, uh, I think Cubby was just friends with a lot of people, and he'd be like, he'd run into them while he was out, and he'd be like, "You want to be in the next movie?" And be like, "Yeah, sure." Of course, we also VJ was also uh, had a small role in Star Trek Four. I was, was just going to podcast. Yeah, go listen to our watch along. So he was yeah. the starship captain. He was the uh, a solo sail. Yeah, yeah, he probably died. But anyway, yeah. But he they do work a lot of tennis jokes in there. But it's anyway. So he's like the guy. He he drives Bond around, and they they go. Um. Anyway, he's going to meet uh, Khan at a casino later, and they're like, "Oh, he likes playing backgammon," so he goes. And um, he hands BJ the horn thing, and he says, "You made this, made this to play with your asp." That's one of my that's my favorite. I love because <laughs> that just... shot is a girl's ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So... This guy is still alive, actually, and he was born in 1953. You believe wow, it? Wow. Yeah, BJ. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, the backgammon scene—it's not that bad. I mean, it's kind of like a Bond standard. Yeah, you know, it's, this is where like. like we were saying that at this point in time in the Bond movies, they just basically had a checklist of stuff. They're like, okay, put Bond in the white tuxedo, put Bond at a casino, put, you know, have, have him order right. a martini. Yeah. So I, I like, this is that scene. He's in his white tuxedo and he's, and he's doing something at a casino. 
kind of so, crappy set casino. I'm gonna say. Look. Uh, yeah, like. it's really. It looks just like a any old restaurant. Like it's just <laughs> like a, or like a diner restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's Khan is cheating. Uh, Magda is there, and uh, Bond walks up to her at the bar. Can I, can, I, can I ask about how loaded dice would work? If you guys have a, a no prize to tell me how how a how dice can work so they always roll the same way every time. <laughs> I would assume it was just they would be sixes on every side. That's the only way to do it, right? But then he gives Bond the dice. Well, Bond takes them. Obviously, the but I mean, he like he's like, oh, yes. like like the guy obviously knows, right? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Right, well, before we get there, before we get there, I'm, I love, I'm sorry. I do love this line because he he goes up to Magda and he's. And he's like, oh, from Sotheby's or whatever. And, he's, and she says, you have a good memory for faces. And he says, and figures. Like a super cut of like Roger Moore saying things that at the in the 80s were like, ah, oh, he's being like sexier. And, you know, he's trying to pick up, but like are now super like would be considered real creepy. And you can really, just, yeah. really creepy. I mean, yeah, you know, it's there was a lot of like, you, you old dog. You old dog right. culture back, like most of our lives, yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, you yeah, just right. that guy's just a horned up guy, yeah. you know. That's yeah. just what we do, you know, kind that's of thing. Right. That's what being a guy is about. Being it a is. Guy. It's just, it's just you know, now all the snowflakes don't let you express it. In, in, <laughs> in ways, you know, like you right. can't just whip your dick out anymore. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, I, I did chuckle. Like, I, I, I laughed because it is in the context of Roger Moore saying it. Yeah, you're like, ah! And she kind of, like, smiles. the old man thinking Whatever, he's right. sexy. And most of the actresses are like, we didn't care! <laughs> I don't know why they were from the North Shore. <laughs> we never even <laughs> we cared! Care. <laughs> They're all... Yeah. So anyways, he goes over, he plays backgammon, and they, they get to the point where he bets the egg, and the guy's like, oh, and he uses the dice, as we pointed out. Like, he says, oh, I, I want to use those dice. And yeah. the guy gives it to him. Player's privilege or something like that. Yeah, right. Um, is that like a thing? And again, the whole, everyone in this place is watching him. Wouldn't be like, well, there's only sixes on those. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess, that's the, maybe, is there some other way that Logan I, was, I, I said are? magnets. That was, that was the only thing. I mean, if they can come up with all sorts of dopey Q devices, I'm sure they could figure out a way to make yeah. dice roll the same every time. But I mean, oh, obviously. The, uh, loaded is, right? They're just waiting. Uh, I don't, I don't understand corner. loaded. That's the problem. Uh, should we just look up loaded just look dice? Up. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's uh when you, they like put weight in it so that like when it falls, you know how like it. Uh, a oh, dice here's a like... cheat sheet for using loaded dice, right? Oh, loaded yeah. dice Pokemon. What do you think that's? Uh, that's that sounds that's like not some good. sort of app. Download it. Listen to our Flint Dilly episode. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Did you find something? Oh, there's a bunch of things. You just type in loaded dice. There's a cheat sheet for using loaded dice here, which. Then Literally dice that have each been weighted to one side so as to increase the okay. odds of their landing on the opposite number. When they mm -hmm. found out, oh, never mind, they do uh, whatever. But that's but what I guess. It yeah, said. there probably is okay. some sort of. You, I guess you have to hit it halfway. You have to know how to throw it. Hmm. Well, anyway, Bond rolls he two wins. sixes without even. He doesn't even look down because he knows that he won. He's like, oh, look at that. I do like this lunch because the guy, he fed him 250 pounds or whatever, 250,000 pounds, I'm sorry. And Khan is writing a check and Bond says, 
I prefer cash. <laughs> Which is kind of like that. Oh, and the valet ticket. That line yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, from Casino Royale. I actually like. I like that line. I'm okay with that. And he so he says cash this for Mr. Bones. And it, so Gobinda is yeah. the evil bodyguard guy in this one. And he crushes the dice, very similar to Oddjob crushing the golf ball. Yep. Um, so there's that. But anyway, so then he goes, I guess it's, I, I said it was pounds. It's rupees. Oh, yes, yes. That's right. Sorry. But he starts to hand it out to VJ and, and, and the other guy. And he's like, oh, this will keep you in curry for a few <laughs> yeah, weeks. A little, just a little casual racism. Terrible. Oh, God. Our jaws dropped when he said that. <laughs> yeah. <it> was, <laughs> like, yikes. But he's all just like <laughs> smiley about it. You know, it's but that's like, also, oh. you know, back. He, I, I, I don't really think they mean it in a racist way. It's just no one was thinking that. It's sort of if you listen to our Wolfman episode when we were using the word that we can't use anymore for those people that go from town to town right 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 it feels like that you're like oh i didn't realize that was cavern uh caravaner yeah there we go yeah those people caravan they travel town to town because they don't have a home anymore yeah but like it kind of does remind me a little bit of like my my grandparents and like my dad's generation like saying stuff that like yeah, it's 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 pretty bad, but it, there wasn't like, oh, like fuck them, it, those people yeah, suck. It was like, uh, it was it's just coming a thing. out of a place of ignorance, not a place yes. of hate. Um, yeah, right. ignor- ignorance. Yeah, and that's how sure. I feel about this. I don't think they're they're like trying to yeah, nineteen eighty three say anything maybe. awful about Indian Cold people. Cold War, they're just, they're, they're racism, just casual racism. Un- just how it yeah. was. <laughs> casual racism. Yeah, I know. It's, it's sort of like you know when you're a kid and you would do something stupid and then you and you would say something inappropriate about someone's sexuality be like oh i'm so yes and they say that right. and you're like oh, i would never say that now because i can't even say it now but, and the know. big right. no-no just that do it, like, you're just dumb it probably comes to our well because we grew up saying it but the the worst one is like the r word it's like we used yeah. to say that yeah. all the time like yeah. a million times a day and you don't do it i hate it so much yeah i didn't even know that was like a bad thing until i was like 40 me too me too you know totally totally but it was ignorance like you said so anyway they're driving there's a there's a golf cart chase here now and i I love gobinda has one of those big what do they call those big horn guns what do they call us you know that i'm gonna i'll look it up i I forget the name of it but uh and there's other cars coming along like uh, john lennon said what uh that john lennon lyrics like with an elephant in gun. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is. There's a special name for that kind of gun that comes yeah, out at the end. And they like kept, I, I was listening to something where they kept mentioning that name, and of course now I can't find it. Of course, yeah, I, I can't I just, remember. I just it. typed in Bighorn Gun. and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I don't want to know what you got in that. <laughs> so, yeah, BJ's using about this case to like, beat up the, the other guy. Eyes. And it, it, there's a funny joke where, like, the, the crowd is, like, looking back oh, and yeah, forth. Like, ooh, it's- like a tennis match. Uh, and there's also, like, a dude cycling down the middle of the street that, like, do you know that part? There's, like, a guy going the other yeah, way. Yeah, like, that's un- unscripted. Yeah, it was real. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> What's this guy doing? On the He's track? just sort of like, I'm on my way to work right now. Like, what the hell? There's, like, guys with swords and big horned guns. And, yeah. Eh, man, you know, no problem. Hey, I, I got to get to work. I don't know. 
So Bond gets stabbed in the money that he put in his pocket, and he says, thank God for hard currency. And, uh, and they no just one, laugh no and laugh. In particular, but he just says it. <laughs> but they're <laughs> laughing, laughing as they're driving away and smirking at VJs. Yeah. I love VJ. He's the best. Poor yeah, yeah, where he's like, hey, VJ, we got companies. Like, it's a company car. He's like, oh. I got a million of them, baby. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to find that on there's a actually the imfdb.org there's an octopusy page that shows you all the guns that are used in this movie. Wow. Oh god. I don't even want to know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep looking for this. All uh, right, no, you keep looking. I'm going to go. So like there's a lot of fighting, a lot of culture appropriation, uh, very bad. They throws a guy in like a bed of nails. Like in his yeah, they're, they're, they're throwing every coals. stereotype. Yeah, it's just this. terrible. It's yeah. uh, terrible. And then he does the classic. Oh, uh, it's it was it. Uh, this was the word they kept saying: blunderbuss. It resembles <laughs> that. <laughs> blunderbuss. <laughs> yeah, blunderbuss. that's like a that's a five dollar word. That's a Jeopardy word. No kidding. <laughs> it is yeah. double Jeopardy shit. Well, there you go. Thank you. I uh, it's probably well entered it's probably the internet movie firearms database is probably what this stands probably for. Probably is. And probably some gun expert is like yeah. so excited right now that yeah, we just Internet movie <laughs> firearms database. Yes. So there you go. If you ever All want right. to find out. Check it out. So it's like Bond fine classic for guns. He throws all his rupees in the air and the crowd goes all like, Oh and Gorbindo can't get to him. So that's how he gets away. Then they, they do a very like sort of Muppet move where they drive through a poster <laughs> and then like another one slides down behind them. There's a lot of uh, Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark influence, I feel, in this movie. That's true. That's true. Yeah. This is three years later. Yeah. And then this movie sort of Temple of Doom almost seems like this movie, which came out a year after this. Right. So we get a cue scene and um, there's something I don't even know what's happening, but. What is, what is he doing? And he says, having problems keeping it up, Q? Uh, yeah. It's kind of like a Brosnan line there. I feel like that's... Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> there's a guy on a, a another sort of stereotype of an Indian guy climbing a rope, and then it just kind of... Oh, that's right. That's what yeah. it is. And then like the, uh, there's like a door that like <laughs> smashes some dummy, and there's like a grenade yeah. in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I would hate to work there. It just seems like the most yeah. dangerous place ever. You'd probably hate to be on set because a lot of those guys would like be like, oh, there's me on the commentaries. He's like, so I stood in for this guy. He gets hit in the face with some, yeah. a sandwich or something, you know? So he gets an acid pen, uh, and, he get, and they put a homing device in the fake egg, and then he uses it to... Film some ladies' cleavage. Yeah, I don't know. Let's like, like, talk about the ladies' cleavage here for a second. <laughs> yeah. This like this whole movie is problematic. You know, if <laughs> if you have any respect for your fellow human beings, this 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 movie is very difficult to make. Don't it. watch this. Yeah, yeah. Because so yeah, so he's he's got like this a is watch. a problematic. Take a watch that has like a little TV in it, and he's got yeah. the you've got the camera in the Q's lab, and then he Bond turns the camera so that there's a woman with like. With like a low cut shirt and just yeah. zooms right in onto her cleavage, and then sort of 
smiles and pats himself on the back for being a gross old man. <laughs> just sort of and like, that woman has no other purpose, it seems. Yeah, and even she's like, film. she she does a, oh, Clay kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves, but they like, they do, just, first yeah, of all, leave it there. And she's they leave like, it there. But I do have to say that, you know, boobs or no, but like boobs probably help. All I ever wanted was this thing that I have on my on my wrist with the like an actual video camera like capabilities or whatever on your watch and like my whole entire life I thought that you know there would be quicksand <laughs> that old joke it's like yeah. I, I thought quicksand was gonna be more of a problem or whatever but like I always wanted a TV type of watch kind of thing so I thought that was cool but like yeah they kind of needed a sprawling uh, sound effect <laughs> at the end of this thing too you know <laughs> All right, so then he goes to dinner. Uh, Bond just goes to dinner. I guess he's just—I guess he's just hungry. I don't know. And then it's like, oh, your table or whatever. And Magda has a table for him, or for them, I should say. Yeah. They talk a little bit. They go back to her place and bang. Boom. They boom. They, they, boom. Uh, they Roger more. They Roger. <laughs> <laughs> so as as he looks at her what? naked back when they're done, I don't mean. <laughs> that really sounds not... <laughs> way dirtier than you meant it to. I know. I didn't mean it like that. I know. I'm not being like Roger here, but uh, she's got this octopus tattoo that looks like it came out of a Cracker Jack box. Yeah, it does. It's, it's so fake. <laughs> and then he's like, "What's that?" And she's like, "It's my little octopusy." And I love the look. He even even James Bond is like, "Huh?" <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> I don't have any. I think we've gone too far. Normally, I'm the one saying weird, creepy stuff. That's yeah. <laughs> that's just I like right on the nose. Yeah, on the uh, on the commentary too. Somebody was they were like really super proud of how the art department handled that. <laughs> that's that's I, so... I love I love listening to them like just go on and on about how great and seamless some of their effects were that are like terrible. Like the one where. <laughs> Jaws gets pushed out of the train and Spy Who Loves Me, the guy that, uh, Bob Simmons, the stunt guy that doubled for Connery in the gun barrel, was like, don't worry about the fact that I'm four feet shorter than him. Audiences will never notice. And then, you know, <laughs> but, that, but everyone always gets to that part and they're like, why is there a small person getting thrown out a window? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's all, like, the James Bond people are always thinking they're, like, fooling us into, you know, with the movie magic when, in eh, reality, eh, we, we're, we're on to it. We're on to it. So um, he lets her take the egg after she gets out of bed, gets dressed, and then she kind of Rapunzel's out the window. Meanwhile, he turns yeah. on the tracker that's that okay. she put in there. <laughs> they, but there was like a special thing where they did have a stunt double, but she was able to do that. She Half of that is her coming down like wow. a real dress that unspun like that, like a burlesque dancer. Yeah, I heard that. Down was, the yeah, thing. That, was, that was like that's real. That's pretty cool. I yeah, like that. Pretty neat. How about that? That is great. Then Gorbinda KOs Bond, and they they get him. I don't know why they didn't just do that first. Like, <laughs> why did she why have to she, sleep? Why did she have to? Why first? Yeah. Why do you have to sleep with the with the wrinkly old man? Then hop like, out a hey. window and hope for the best. Yeah. Why don't just have him? Slap him like, over why the don't head. you show up in the morning? Let me have a little fun first. I don't know. Or she's, she's like, gotta... why don't you show up before I have to make dinner reservations so I don't have to go through with this. <laughs> Now we see Khan meeting with this meeting with like this mysterious woman who we don't know and we 
like it, there's no mystery to it later. Yeah, I mean, this... if, if you've seen the movie poster, the trailer, the commercial, or looked at the <laughs> looked at the title, you probably have an idea of who it is. But it's not anybody we know from like a previous movie or anything. It's just it's, it's it's like a weird like Doctor Claw kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's whole weird because she's like talking like this. There was James Bond. Yeah. Mm, don't kill him. Bring him here. And then she doesn't talk like that weird. Yeah, just has her normal voice. Yeah. So he wakes up and he's in like a locked room and then they bring him a tux and then like dinner's at eight. And he's like, what? What? Like, like, why should I go to dinner with you? You just knocked me out and locked me in a room. But whatever. <laughs> so they go to dinner with Khan. There's stuffed sheep's head. Ugh. Yeah, this, whole, Ugh. this whole part is dumb. And it, it isn't done. Indiana Jones does it the next year. Um, but true. like, but like, it's more of a big deal in in that <laughs> than it is because this scene is so short. They're like, have have this souffle, and he's like about to take a bite when they pull it away from him. They're like, now for the main course. Yeah, and then the, and the so art Khan department was eyeball. also the art department was very proud of their eyeball as well. I mean, we're watching. Right, well, I'll like give HD. him I'll give him props on the eyeball. And they said but, he said it was delicious. Oh, very good. The scene, though, yeah, it serves no purpose, really. I don't think. I don't remember anything that came out of this. But Bond goes back to his room and uses his acid pen to to melt the bars. And he gets out. And he's kind of – I kind of notice uh, another – so he's going along the the ledge after he gets out his window. And there's some birds that go like – and that's kind of like in License to Kill when – And it's also Living Daylights. Oh, and. uh, it probably did it, and I, I think that was John Glenn's thing was to scare Bond with <laughs> birds uh, on a with, on a, with well, birds a, or a monkey, know. you know. So he kind of creeps on Magda as she's changing into her lingerie, and he's like, "Oh my!" And then uh, a helicopter comes, and we see General Orlov overacting, even just getting out of the helicopter ride. But um. He goes out and his guard is just sleeping. The guard who was guarding his door is just sleeping. <laughs> but then, like, she's just like, oh, hello. Like, she doesn't bother doing anything. You know, she sees him, but she doesn't like do anything. And so he's got his pen. He's like listening in on Khan's conversation with Orlov. But then her hair dryer, she turns on her hair dryer, even though her hair's not wet. But, um, <laughs> Maybe Gobinda was drooling on her earlier. Maybe. <laughs> so he can't hear anything. <laughs> and then Orlov smashes the egg. The microphone comes out. When I first saw that, I'm like, wait, wasn't that the real one? I'm so yes, confused. That's, that's what I was sort of <laughs> wondering about. All this back and forth with these eggs. Then they find the microphone and whatever. And then. Um, How? How did they find the microphone? I don't. I. Uh, like in, <laughs> he's like so eagle-eyed that he could pick out that tiny. Eh. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like, Hang on. It's James Bond. Huh? It's fine. So it's, I, I don't understand this. I guess this is what I really don't understand. So he goes and he hides in this this like meat locker thing. Or what is this room? And two of these guys are dead. Yeah, like, it's a meat locker slash body storage freezer. <laughs> like why are they storing bo- why are their bodies there who are these people they're people of cross con oh all right i guess or they're gonna eat them but they're not because they're 
throw them into like a mass grave. Right. That's and they the just other take show. Them out. So Bond hides in, in one of these bags with, that's supposed to have a dead body in it. And, the, and he goes, blah! Like he makes the most ridiculous like noise when he gets out. But uh, I mean, it, it's just so weird. He kicks the guy. And he gets out of the bag. Yeah, I, it, it's because like they're throwing bodies onto the thing, and they're like thunk, thunk, and then they get to his. He's like, Ooh! <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Then like, he gets uh, up and goes like, Ooh! yeah. He goes like, Ooh! yeah. <laughs> and they they all run off. It's so weird. But the castle or whatever is like right there, so people like are watching him do yeah. this. Yeah, like, he should have just. They're these bodies like ten feet away. Yeah, like a... and they chase him, and then this is, must be your favorite part. Oh, it is my favorite part, where yeah. he runs into a, a big thing. There is a some big, par- a, a big cotton thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't freak you out that much because they're very fake tarantulas, <laughs> as we would like to say. Yes. Oh yeah. And then here's my. Uh, this is where the movie I think really takes a turn. I could live with everything up to this point. Oh, I know what you're gonna say because it's also, it's also yeah. Mrs. Uh, Elder's least favorite James Bond moment. Says it was it's, worse than, and then listed off the the double taking pigeon, the slide whistle, and man with the gong. <laughs> wow, yeah, the pigeon is pretty bad. Wow. <laughs> the Tarzan yell as he swings from a, a whatever a you know, vine. A vine. A vine. See, I always felt that he didn't actually do the Tarzan yell. Just that was sort that of was like the audience's point of view. <laughs> like they were putting that in for us, you know, because we, right. we were thinking it. So they're like, let's just put it in. But it is dumb. It's it's just this is what I mean when I said like there's a certain element of coolness with James Bond that that is not present in this movie. This is the, yeah. basically the scene <laughs> where. And I was kind of just like, man. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, he lands on this cruise, like a tourist. Wait, can we talk thing. about the tiger for a second? The fake tiger. Well, it's a stuffed tiger that they shove in his face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then he yells, sit. Which, <laughs> like, at the time, I thought it was funny. But apparently, that was, like, from a popular TV show about a woman that would was, like, it was, like, the dog whisperer. You know, that kind of oh. thing. So she would teach owners how to get their dog to sit and that was how she did it so the joke doesn't play anymore because it was very localized to there Hmm. and it's 40 years ago but now you know why he goes sit all right and then it does okay that's good to know they should have cut all that stuff out yes absolutely he should have just gone out of that bag and went ran away and that's it Yeah. yeah but it was the 80s it was the 80s so he gets on like a tourist cruise boat thing and uh, they don't shoot at him because they don't want to hit the, the tourists or whatever. Then he goes back. He's getting a nice massage from VJ. I don't know. They learn all about octopusy. There's, she lives on an island where no men are allowed. And he says, oh, I'll have to pay a visit. You know, it's all. But no men are allowed. You shouldn't. I know, but it's all women. I mean, you know. Oh, I get it. I get it. Sorry. Yes. Old man. Right, 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 right. So similar to the fake bird thing, he's got a fake alligator head thing that he just, but he like has to lift it up to be like, show everybody. Take it for the camera again. Right. But it's like that fake bird and Goldfinger that we were like, did he even need the bird? Couldn't he just swim yeah, up just underwater? <laughs> but uh, so then he looks and he sees Octopussy getting out of a pool. Now she is yeah. nude. Yeah. This is one of the rare times I feel in James Bond movies where you see yeah, like, it's full butt. 
I feel Pull like up. her. Not, I don't know why I'm going back to it, but her back was very revealing too. That was like a lot of side boob and back earlier. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I don't know. I I I kind of liked her. The horny, <laughs> horny <laughs> episode, horny <laughs> movie. <laughs> We're at the height of our horniness. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just rare, though. I mean, usually James Bond, there's a lot. Of, you know, you get some side boob and you get a little yeah. cheek. I think, but I think, like, this is full on. You can see yeah, some crack. I think there's in only there. one. Uh, I think Man with the Golden Gun is the only time you get a full girl butt. You know, other than this. And this is like from a distance, obviously. I mean, whatever. Yeah, if you want to see her naked completely, you have to watch a different movie. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Are you going to tell us what movie that uh, is? I no, I I don't know. I was just saying. Oh. I thought you knew. I'll get back to you on it. All right. So I'll he goes to her room. She's ready for him. And, uh, you know, they talk. I, I kind of miss some of it. Her dad was. A, her dad was some sort of like spy or something that yeah. had done something bad. And Bond let him do what he needed to do and then kill himself rather than face like a trial for treason or something like that. It's. It's important, but it's not really important. It's just the only yeah. reason she's like, I want to thank you and for letting my dad have a good death. Right. It doesn't really make, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But she's like, yeah, so she's in the circus and, and whatever. And so there's a knock on the door. I, I do a, like the fact when she's like, I don't know if it's at this scene, but she's like listing off all of her. She's, uh, um, I've expanded my crime empire to, you know, uh, smuggling uh, diamonds and jewelry and uh, then we do this and that and circuses and you're like yeah. Yeah, one of these doesn't really belong you know <laughs> oh the vast criminal <laughs> circus empire that you have i don't know i don't know if they tried to explain it away but like you because you're moving and, or whatever you know the circus travels i don't know it it's that's dumb. they said as much in the commentary as much as i was paying attention as that was the idea is because it moves from tra town to town on a train right kind of not anonymously but like oh we could hide stuff there yeah and it, so it not... can cross borders without getting inspected because it's like a circus thing right 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 so there's a knock on the door and it's a woman dressed do you guys know dr seuss there's like thing one and thing yeah two. yeah 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 this woman is all in red like it looks like thing <laughs> looks like thing <laughs> one yeah, like Batman sixty six yeah. style. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Like, oh, henchman. Bond's escaped, and she's like, "Oh, is, is this, a, does this have the scene with the the short little lady with the huge frizzy hair?" Uh, like she so, has yeah. like her own. Her name's Midge in the movie. I don't know. Yeah, 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 Midge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got like this huge like cult fan following of Bond fans. Really? Like, yeah, it's like a thing. <laughs> Even like Mrs. Elder and I decided to look it up after I found that out. <laughs> A cult following of yeah. Midge. Yeah, they love, like because she's a little tiny thing with big frizzy hair and that terrible red spandex outfit. <laughs> Her name is Cherry Gillespie. Ah, yeah. So there we go. And she's still alive. Good on her for still yep. living. Still living. So all this living. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean. They, they like she. She's like, oh, here's James Bond right here. Like they talk, and Khan's like, I, I'm going to kill you or whatever. Like they, it's very, it's nonsense. I don't know. It's, it's very weird. Eventually, um, Bond and Octopussy do it. Yeah, let's do it. Fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Doing fine. <laughs> I mean, he's been there for like two hours. <laughs> right. Uh, and he finds they also, a... They also, Sorry. didn't the, um, go binda go hire some local thugs or something? And that yeah, guy's yeah, got yeah. the saw, the yo-yo saw. That, that weird... Like, yeah. yeah, that weird thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it a, makes no sense. It's like, a dumb weapon, because you have to stand over someone every time you want to use it. <laughs> I know, what he manages to kill VJ with it. But. Yeah. Because he had to, first of all, he had to stand up high, and then two of his friends had to hold VJ. I don't know. I'd be like, oh man, I don't know about this. Yeah, I, can, I don't want to stand and hold that guy. Like, I yeah, don't maybe, trust that thing. Yeah, I don't, like, he's he's moving, he's struggling, and you might cut off my arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a funny moment. First of all, so they're Q and VJ, and, and when they're watching this thing from a distance, and they're pretending to fish. And yeah, they they um, they do exactly that. They they capture when when Q is gone and it's just VJ. They grab him and the guy has like, to stand way like, over him. <laughs> they're like, don't don't do it while Q is here. He'll kick our asses. Yeah, right. So when they go to try to do it to Bond, he and Octopus are making out in the bed, and a, a drop of water falls on him. And then he looks up and no, and he knows what that means. Oh, yep. there's a saw coming at me, and he's like, yep. look out! Yeah, the guy's like, I'm going to do the walk the dog with my yo-yo. <laughs> Ceiling move. They just sleep. But then um, there's a fight. You know, I have to say, Roger Moore's fight scenes are the least. He's like, terrible. He's, he's a terrible. terrible. Like, yeah. And, he's just and this awkward. Is him, yeah, this is him doing good fight scenes. You know, <laughs> he's, yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't have any sort of physical. Kind of a little boxy and awkward. Yeah, he just yeah. looks like he's kind of. It looks like uh, like what we would have been like filming <laughs> fight scenes years ago. You know. Yeah, every time so, he brings his like fist back, he like paw. He's like way back and pauses there for like a second, like he would as a kid. You know. Yeah. And you go. Ugh! Like it's. <laughs> it's uh, he does the sort of the you know the great thing. He ramps the guy's face into the fish tank, and the octopus grabs onto his face. And I guess that kills him. I, I don't know what octopus. Yeah, that's, is. that's a real octopus. I I don't I don't know if that's a real octopus, but that kind is a real octopus, and it is poisonous. All right. Well, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, the movie's called Octopus, so you have to have that yeah. scene. I, I was listening to something today where they were talking about the James Bond website back in the early two thousands. They had, the people that made the website used this thing so it would filter out, you know, naughty words. So it changed. <laughs> It changed. I kept like taking out the word "pussy" and "octopussy," so it changed it to "octocat." And <laughs> and the other thing that I heard them talk about was instead of um, a, a, a a martini cocktail, it was like a martini set instead of like chicken tail or something. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I was like, "Wow, that's, that's hilarious!" So Bond is fighting with the 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 guy with the the funny saw weapon. What do they call it? Yeah. yeah, anyway, they fall into the water, and there's a gator, a real gator, I guess, that comes, and there's a scream, and no one comes up to the surface, and Octopus is looking down, and she assumes that, I guess, that that alligator ate both guys. That's yeah, a pretty but then, and then other people seem to say that that's Bond's, like, submarine, the alligator submarine thing, and... Uh, well, yeah. It doesn't, you know, but is it? Well, it looked thing, like there's thing. a real one there. Like yeah, a that's real... what I'm saying. It looks yeah. real, and then he gets in it, and it's just like pff, stiff, and just is like sort of floating at an awkward angle. And... Yeah. 
Well, he does go back to Q with his fake alligator thing, and he says he's going to the circus. Because earlier on, he found like a flyer for the Octopussy Circus is going to Berlin. So, hey, you want to catch that circus? Also, yeah. uh, <laughs> also, you find out DJ DJ VJ was still alive when Q found him and then died. So, poor yeah. fella. Yeah. Poor fella. Yeah. So he's why see, did we Q see those... kill him? Yeah, it was weird that Q killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a pillow over his head. But uh. So anyway, those twins are there. Uh, we see those. They're just throwing their knives around. Bond disguises himself as like a worker guy, and he's just moving some boxes. Uh, the Russians are there. They're doing jewel stuff, you know, or exchanging jewel for for bombs or whatever. Yeah, this like, is I'm uh, again. I don't understand how the jewel thing ties in with the nuclear bomb that they're gonna like. They don't seem to tie it together to me, but no. Okay, I just want to make sure that I'm just not having. <laughs> no, a you're not yeah, wrong. it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't make sense. Though. The movie is completely, as far as story goes, the movie is completely falling. Yeah, apart. it just seems like they're like, let's just, uh, all right, who cares about that? Let's just do another scene where something happens. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they like got a, like a yeah. cannon and they're gonna put a nuclear bomb in there or something and. Yeah, and like, oh, here's some jewels. Favorite, so there's also some fake jewels. I don't know. It's it's all just. It's, my favorite. My favorite scene is my. Is coming up though of the whole movie. <laughs> okay, so Bond uh, first he's under the train and then he gets on the train and then the knife twin sees him in the reflection of like a diamond that he's looking at. It's very like the guy goes after her, but he kind of flops around. And he he kicks the thing so that the cannon just falls on the dude's head. <laughs> <It's> so stupid. <laughs> Was that your favorite scene or no? No, no. Oh, okay. No. It involves um it involves the gorilla costume. Oh, oh yeah, the gorilla costume is great. So but he puts on the red like suit with the vest that you were talking about earlier. Yes. And then he goes and Orloff is is there. And the master plan, like he basically reveals the master plan. It's basically like, oh, if you blow up this thing, and then they'll think that the the if you blow up the US base. Then they're going to assume that some other country did it, and they're going to attack that country, and that country will attack that country, and it's just—I uh, just... can't. Yeah, I thought it was like it goes off there, then everybody will call for disarmament because it was. Uh, it doesn't even. It's matter. dumb. It makes. <laughs> but yeah, all I all I wrote was there's silliness with bombs and shit. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So then. There's this whole thing where, like, Bond is to Bond. Like, there's a whole chase scene here. I don't even remember how we got here, but like, the, some guys come and the bad guys are like, "Oh, we're gonna get out of here!" And then they, they, they start driving. Bond gets in a car and starts chasing them. At one point, he's driving on two wheels, um, and then he blows out his tires on those spikes that come up, and he drives on the train tracks. Yeah, the best is, part uh, I, that is either cool or stupid. I couldn't decide. I, I don't know. I watch it. I'm like, all right. I mean, whatever. We can. I, yeah, I mean, this is pretty reasonable for a, a Roger Moore James Bond. Yeah, like I've seen worse. But now they're chasing him. Wasn't he chasing them a minute ago? I, I right. Don't know. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Sure. I, I sure. Right. He was chasing Burkhoff. Uh, what's what's Olaf? Olaf. Uh, and then they started chasing him. As a result of him chasing him, right? No. Uh, why? I mean, because I think his car has the jewels, right? 
let's just say yes and All continue right. because we're gonna just keep everything we say will end it'll start as a statement and end as a question <laughs> changing <But. him. laughs> yeah. so he gets on the train the the original train just for there's a train coming the other direction it knocks his car into the yeah, water and almost kills like a stunt guy yeah really it's all, do you see it like like that guy just missed getting crushed by that car jumping out of the boat i yeah it's so funny because i guess i didn't think of that but I just, all i could think of was in the 80s this, a, a car never just could get smashed it's gotta it had to land in the water and there had to be some innocent bystanders who had to go oh <laughs> you know <laughs> But then, uh, so Bond is on the, the train car, but they pull Orloff's car out of the water. and Yeah, and the jewels are in the trunk. So I, I don't know what that actually serves, but. Then there's, um, this, is, this is your favorite scene going yeah. up here. So they're looking through everything on the train. I guess this is like border patrol or whatever. And Bond is like in the background and no, like he just suddenly is able to get into this Gorilla yeah, suit. In, in, in there's no time or whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But that, the, the, the best part about this gorilla suit is when the bad guys are talking about their plan and they say it like, at only 100 hours, we're going to do this thing. And the gorilla suit that's supposed to be, you know, just the gorilla suit looks down at its watch. And it's just, <laughs> it just hit me in that spot that I was like, this movie is so goofy. I love that. <laughs> Because he's like, wait, what? What time is it now? Oh, time I better get it? back to hiding. Good thing you know? my suit, my this gorilla is wearing a watch. <laughs> yeah, what did he do? He got into the gorilla suit, that, but took his watch off first, then put it on <laughs> on the outside of his suit. Yeah, you gotta look good. You know, <laughs> gotta have that watch. Yeah, at one point, Orlov is he's the train is pulling away, and he tries to run after it, and they shoot him. And he's like, tomorrow I will be a hero to the Soviet Union. And then he goes like, Ugh. like it's like a quick, like he died. It's not like a slow, like tomorrow I will be. It's like tomorrow I'll be a hero to the Soviet Union. Ugh. Like he just dies like right away. <laughs> Anyways, yes. So the bomb is set for 345, they say. And they make it a point. You have to be out of there by Quarter two. What? <laughs> is it 3:45 p.m. or three hours and 45 minutes? No, it's three. It's 3:45, like in the afternoon. Right. Okay. They they have make it a point because they say we must be out off the base by 3:15. Mm. Because so like synchronize your watch. I feel like I'd still be cutting. Yeah, those. gorilla, like... you got that gorilla. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> gorilla. <laughs> So here's the the best part about the I mean that's as if the gorilla thing wasn't bad enough, right? They're what do you mean they're bad all kind enough? of it's bad. No, it's bad. It's terrible. It's great. It's great. But, Shut so up. they're hanging out, the guy's throwing knives, Gorbinda's just hanging there, and Bond like bumps into something, goes like Bow! and Gorbinda like hears it, and he kind of just uh, sort of slyly grabs a sword. Like you would just, you know, as one does. As, as one we, does. Yeah. And he just kind of walks over to the suit. And goes ah and cuts the suit in half. But Bond somehow got out of the Quick change artist James Bond. Already well, the guy out of... is standing right there, like, and suddenly he's going out the the roof. Yeah, he's climbing up a ladder. <laughs> How did he like? There's no. 
I know there's no no prize that can explain. Yeah, can, this. I I can't even explain it one way unless he somehow got sucked into some sort of time portal, <laughs> and all the time in the world to change his clothes. Right, he just paused time. Yeah, and did all that. But it's like he should have used it for a better, a better reason though, other than changing. He could have. Right, he could have just stopped the bomb. But I mean, as the heat of the moment, what are you gonna do? Right. So this must be uh, your favorite part, Clay. We got a little fight on the train. Bond is yeah, running sure. across the train. He's, he's hanging so many, on the side. Yeah, so many. Uh, the, and the guy got stumped. Man, got hurt. Yeah, got hurt this. way bad. Real bad. Really? And there were so Jeez. many dangerous things going on that, like, you know, even like, we have buzzsaw. We had buzzsaw already, right? Yeah, yeah. Like those things were like all very dangerous fucking things. Like making a movie back then was fucking. The guy, dangerous. the guy that had Ooh. the buzz saw, like yo yo, yeah, fell off of like that. He fell off of it thing and broke his arm. And, oh my uh, god! You, you can see in some of the shots, he's got this cast painted to look like the color of his skin, so it's not as noticeable. But if you if you Jeez. know to look for it, you can. It's very obvious. Uh, because I guess the actor went up there and he was like, "Oh, these things are like in my way," but they were like load bearing, and they didn't yeah, tell like yeah. the set designer. Like, I just pulled these two two by fours out of this thing because like it enables me to do this in a certain way. And, and enables uh, me to laugh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you say this probably we die. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I, I love, they always do this in, in train fights, right? Where he, he's, he's got the sword. He cuts, like, the brake line thing, and it goes... Yeah. That's, like, in every... They do that in Lights to Kill, too. With the, yes, the... they do. <laughs> that's awesome. Although when uh, Thurston, anyway. like, talks about it, like, a sound effect like that, because I wouldn't have thought of it, but that's so <laughs> that's funny. That's what it is, right? It's so, it's so funny. The hose I love it. that just goes around. Cracking me up. <laughs> so, so Bond is hanging on the side of the truck... And like we, he looks in the window and he sees Octopus getting a massage, which is just an excuse to have her in a towel. Oh, was it for right? BJ again? <laughs> what? No. BJ applying the massage? No, it's some oh. woman giving her a massage. But she, I mean, like she could have been doing anything. She could have been having tea, but like, let's have her naked. Oh, she could have been having tea naked or yeah. watching television naked or paying eh. her bills. Naked. Sure, sure. As long as she was naked, that's what counts. But right, um, right. Oh, that's even better. It's more so sexy. then, like, they 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 try to Neat. shoot Connors there. She tries to he tries to shoot him through the window. He goes up on the roof. Bond and the the other knife twin are fighting on the roof, and they throw each other off. And he just runs to this house that's there, and the guy throws knives into like his sleeves to trap him there. It's like the goofy. <laughs> Again, this is something as a kid I would have thought was real clever. He gets his arm stuck in the yes. door. So the knife, and then the guy rushes at him, and he opens the door, so the guy falls. Yeah, in. he like turns the door handle, and like just that's the best. The door that's swings. the best move Roger Moore has in a fight scene. <laughs> it's opening a door. <laughs> yeah, I can open a door and get out of the way of a guy jumping at me. <laughs> that's my superpower. So Bond is able to get a knife, get his knife, and throws it at the guy, and he says, "That's for 009. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's I, really been... difficult to do now that my voice is completely, you know, finally changed at, <laughs> at 50 years old. But it used to be a lot easier. When, uh, yeah, when, when you were like 12, stage. you could yeah. really hit that note. 
But anyway, so now Bond has to basically hitchhike to this base. It's all right, and it's two twenty one. He looks oh at his watch. This this movie is just just so goofy. Uh, this is like <laughs> he's like thumbing for a ride. This yeah. isn't like even a like when you said like like James Bond's not cool in this. When like a car full of teenagers fuck with James Bond, like oh. that's that was when I was like this movie. This isn't very Bond like. And then he does he flip. It's kind of like Back or, to the Future. Know? That like <laughs> the, the kids is like the shit truck. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also thinking of uh, the first Superman movie where they all drive off when Clark Kent's gonna clean up the um. You know, because he was like the ball boy or whatever. He had to clean up all the equipment and stuff. And they're all like, bye, Clark. Mm. They throw like a yeah. jock strap on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then the two people that do give him a ride are complete like weirdos. They're offering him hot dogs. They're offering him like shots or whatever or, or no, beer. It's hot dogs. It's more like, you know, like Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> yeah, like they're giving a beer because it's Germany, right? So it's like yeah, you have so to be more stereotypes. Drunk. Oh, is it yeah. Landjägers? Because those are like Slim Jims, basically. Yeah, it's probably that. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I mean, you they, look like, they basically look like Oscar Mayer, like hot dogs, but whatever. And then like they drop him off in this town, and then he just grabs another woman's car. Like she, she won't let him phone. use the phone. Yeah, so. like oh, I need to use that. She's like, ah, rah, rah. and then he just takes her car and drives away really fast. Yeah, well, good on him. Yeah, so, fuck her. He's like, come on, Karen, I need to use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so then the cops are chasing after him. And so uh, well, my fa- oh, this is my other favorite part, but legitimately I like this part is where um, Khan and Gorbindo uh, are, are about to leave the circus and they go yeah. to start the car and it doesn't and it turn t- over and they're like, fuck. And then it does. And you're like, Whoo. And yeah. like, that is a secret monkey joke if I've ever seen one. Right. There. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Because like, you know, the clock, they're, they're always looking at their watch. They're, there's a circus going on and they're like, oh, I'm sure you will get a bang out of yeah, this. Yes. I'm sure it'll be a blast for all yeah. of you. Your heads will explode with laughter and I'm enjoyment. I'm sure the nuclear bomb <laughs> will kill you all. <laughs> so, <laughs> the funny thing, so when they do drive away, Bond passes them. Yeah, going the other way. They're like, oh good, he's driving towards the bomb. Yeah, alright, let him go. And this part, he pulls up to the gates, uh, to the gate of Air Force Base, like the, the guard is there, he's like, well, you need your circus pass. And he's like, no, you have to let me in. And the cops are behind him. So the guy's like, all right, get out of the car. And he opens the door like on his balls and drives <laughs> off. <laughs> right? That's, that's just the funniest way to say it, though. He opens the car door in his balls. Well, because the guy's standing right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I'd do the same thing if I was him. <laughs> and then the guy shoots in the air. Uh, well. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop! And he shoots in the... Why doesn't he shoot the tires or something? He just shoots up in the it, air. He used, to, he used to be the guy at the beginning of a race with a starter gun, and he doesn't know how to use a real gun. I don't gun. know what to do with this thing! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all of a sudden now, Bond is on the base, and now it's down to five minutes. Yeah. Like literally, it was like... <laughs> just enough time to dress yourself up as a clown. Apply all that makeup, put on your big clown shoes. It is... That takes, what, 30, 35 seconds or so to do yeah, that? Right. Yeah, he gets in perfect clown makeup. Like, it's, like, perfectly applied. Well, maybe, maybe, as preparation for this assignment, 
you learned how to dress as a gorilla really fast and apply clown makeup really fast. The other odd thing about this is that he has the same exact costume and makeup look that 009 had. Yeah. So that, maybe that's a standard MI6. Like here's here's our here's our official MI6 clown disguise. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes on instantly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spray. Like you know, he just it looks like you know, he's just spraying cologne on himself, and then just it's like nanobots, like Tony yeah. Stark. All right, <laughs> that must be it. Yes, that's, no, that's what it is. Nanobots. No prize. Now I'll take three no prizes, please. <laughs> that will explain the gorilla as well. Well deserved. <laughs> So he goes up, he tells the general, who's like the dumbest person in the world, he's just laughing his ass ass off. He's like circus. he's sitting with octopusy, right? Yeah. No, it's it's a there's a bomb that's going to go up it's in ninety like, seconds. What is, what is the deal with her? She's like, why is this clown harassing me about the bomb? This yeah, I don't know she... anything about a bomb. And then he pulls off his nose. He's like, tell him it's it's me. And like he had to pull off his nose. Yeah, for, she's like, oh, your voice sounds <laughs> kind of. Even <laughs> even yeah. still, sort of. He like, still ah, looks ah, so ah, much ah. like Roger Moore with the clown yeah. makeup on. He's <laughs> <laughs> unmistakably Roger yeah, he Moore. Looks like, he looks like sad Roger Moore. Now. Like yeah, like the guy oh, like yeah. sitting next to him wasn't like 009. He was like, oh hey, <laughs> it's James Bond. Oh hey, what's up, man? So he grabs his, you know, this axe tries to smash the box open that has the bomb in it. They're all trying to stop him. It's it's all crazy. But then Octopus, he takes one of the cop's guns and shoots the thing open. And Bond is, they're all like, oh, it's a bomb! And it's going off in like, you know, 10 seconds or whatever. Bond goes, they let him go, and he pulls the detonator out. When it's on zero, actually. Like, it's not even one. Nice move. Or 007, like it is in uh, yeah, Goldfinger. In Goldfinger. Or 003, but he says it's 007, but he says three. <laughs> they didn't fix the line afterwards. But yeah, yeah. I don't, shouldn't the bomb go off at zero seconds? <laughs> right, at zero should be the... Ah, well, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, everybody's... Is this safe. movie almost over yet? Christ. I know. And another, like, you know, Goldfinger. You know what I mean? Like, we, we did this. <laughs> we did this before. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. So Khan is packing up. There's a whole other weird section here, though. So Khan is packing up to leave. He's like, get the horses ready. Yeah, he's back in India, and then, yeah. then yeah, then this, then this part happens. Octopusy <laughs> and the things and the circus ladies are all there. They use this elephant to seesaw, like up to distract like a guard. Octopus, he lassos this guy off a ledge, and then they just catch him? <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. They were tumblers. That was when I was listening to the commentaries. Like, I did like to get some tumblers in there because people <laughs> like to get their kicks when they see a, 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 a woman uh, a, a punching <laughs> a man. Women tumblers. Tumblers. The other thing, too, is this is such an obvious set when, they, when they're fighting at Khan's castle because you can yeah. see when they're like swinging around you can kind of see their shadows on the backdrop that's <laughs> supposed to you know it's supposed to be the sky and stuff and it's just it's it looks just, like a it looks like a like a broadway musical yes or, exactly <laughs> it looks like a stage play of some sort where yeah, yeah it's, it's like oh the octopusy musical spectacular and then uh yeah <laughs> And we will fight Dr. Pussy and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. So anyways, like she goes to Khan's room and, and 
and like she's confronting him. Meanwhile, Gorbindo goes and he sees all the circus people just like hanging out outside. They're not even doing anything. They're not even hiding. They're just standing there because they like sort of rise, you know, use like a pole to, you know, get her up there. And then we, yeah, the worst fight scene ever. <laughs> Octopussy gets a sword and she's using it to, they have guns and she's somehow sword fighting them with their guns. Yeah, bring a, <laughs> I don't understand why they're just shooting bring a sword to a, a gunfight. That's right. Maybe that's where Connery got the idea. Brings a knife to a gunfight. So then they grab her. There's a lot of the, like, James, oh, like, you know, it's sort of, they sort of beat her up a little. It's terrible. So anyway, for the no, almost over. Yeah, the movie's almost over. So for no reason, Bond and Q are in a hot air balloon. Well, there's a reason. They're, it's just a slow mm. and weird. What happened to his, his little plane? I don't know. But, I ran yeah. out of gas. Yeah, I guess. Only use that for five minutes at the most. But yeah, <laughs> it's kind of an odd choice to do that, to use a, a balloon. Yeah, so he swings from the balloon in to try to rescue her. There's... I totally believe that was Roger Moore. <laughs> At least he didn't like do the, the Tarzan yell yeah, this time. So there's a this thing doesn't make any sense. He he's like ducking down, and there's a there's a tiger skin rug, and he throws that over the the banister, and the guy's like, huh? And then he just shoots the guy. <laughs> 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 this is the part you remembered from a kid, though. And then right? the part with the banister, right? I mean, I mean, that's still, I mean, it's still kind of funny, even though it's completely stupid, because he would still cut his nuts off. Yeah. But whatever, it's it's funny. So they take Octopussy by horseback to this plane, Gorbindo and Khan. They buckle her in, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, safety first. Yeah, you don't want her falling and hitting her head. Even they just beat her up. You don't want to fall her hitting her head after we already hit her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Bond jumps on the tail of the plane, and he just hangs on for dear life. This guy, they go upside down. They go everywhere. <laughs> Left, right, every, all over the place. And, like, Bond does not fall off. And he somehow gets up to the wing and pulls the plug on the, the, the propeller. So Khan tells Gorbinda to go outside and get him. And he's like, me? <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's pretty good. Too. Like, out there? <laughs> right now? Yeah. So she tries to stop him, and he beats her up some more. But um, So Gorbindo and Bond are on the roof, and he's there's this antenna thing that he just pulls back and whips into his face. <laughs> it's like a Three Stooges move. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, and he falls off to his death. And the plane is going down because it's only got one engine. It's And it's kind of like landing, but it's on like a, it's going towards like a cliff. And Bond grabs Octopussy and he says, jump. But meanwhile, he throws her. He just like throws her. <laughs> She's like just getting tossed around in this. There's no jumping. He just throws her. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's like, jump. I mean, throw. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sit with, <laughs> and then of course the plane crashes and uh, yeah, a very. Yeah. I I remember like it just that it was very awkward. Like the plane just crashes. It feels like they were missing some shots in there. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wanted Bond to have some kind of interaction with Khan before he, whatever, but but yeah. much like Star Trek Two, Kirk didn't have any interaction with Khan. Is that it? Oh, is that? <laughs> that's what they based it on. Yeah, they're like you know. 
Remember that other con? Yeah. That was good. That other movie? That, that was a good movie? And it, yeah, it turns right, out yeah, that so that love... con was related to that con. Oh, well, that'd be something. So the, the plane blows up. Octopussy's hanging off a cliff. Bond yeah. throws her up. I'm, I'm going to summarize the end of the movie. Uh, for some reason, the head of the Russian secret service is is this this movie he's, yeah he's like hanging out with like m and stuff yeah and they're he like wants his joking egg around yeah well he wants his egg you know Naturally. my egg and he's oh well then, he's well, well, unfit well. for travel and then, yeah. uh, duh, duh. then you cut to bond on the, this boat octopus's boat and he's like in traction or is yeah. he oh no he's he's still at the height of his horniness uh, yeah. he's just this is <laughs> all it was all of, <laughs> it's just a farce and uh and then, and then that's it. The, the boat starts to float away and credits roll. And then if yeah. you watch long enough, they ran out of film. So they start playing what? footage backwards for like, a, like 30 seconds. Yeah. You, it, it's not really noticeable because like the boat isn't moving at a fast pace, but you can see oh the God. waves reverse their direction. It's fucked up. I I'm guess like, I these didn't guys watch are, it that long. These guys are making a movie and they, they <laughs> let this go. Like, like, did yeah, they know they were making a they movie? Were probably, like, they were probably in the editing bay patting themselves on the back for their cleverness again, thinking, nobody's going to see these waves going backwards. It's the end of the movie. Look yeah. at us. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at that. It's just a little bit of advance. Here you go. So, one little joke that no one will notice. So there you go. There's octopus. Octopus. Oh, we didn't mention that. Yeah, that there's a scene when she goes to his room to confront him, he just goes, octopus you. Octopus you. Octopus. Well. Like he just, <laughs> it's like how many you just want to get the word pussy in a movie more yeah. octocat. 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 Have your That Marcy like sounds like some That sounds like some meme for a, for a chicken octocat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so what did we think of octopus? Do we have a grades? Do you want to grade this one? Yeah, we can grade. Who oh shit! I never even thought of a grade. Uh, uh, it's, okay. My grade is going to be my grade's going to be better than the way I've talked about this movie. So I guess I'll go first. This oh, movie, sure. This movie's dumb. <laughs> this movie's dumb. It's Thank like you. kind of fun though. I, I was I'm willing to go along with it. I wish it was. I wish it had embraced the like dumbness like more. It almost seems like they didn't realize some of the dumb parts they put in were dumb. You know what I mean? I think that's a very good point. Yeah. Like yeah. they were making, they almost seemed like they were making a, they thought they were making this great movie or something. Yeah. When it's like tops, it's basically like top secret. Yes. Yes. The, <laughs> yeah. but so, uh, the anal intruder. What? <laughs> <laughs> top secret deep cut. So I don't know. This movie, it's fine. I I don't hate it. I think it's dumb as fuck. Uh, and I hadn't like I watched it a couple months ago, so I didn't watch it again for this. But I had watched it two years ago when we were into it, you know, when you had nothing else, or three years ago when we were all stuck right. inside all the time. Yeah, and I hear uh, that. I remember watching it and laughing a lot at the asp joke and a couple of the other ones, and that's all I needed. That was fine. I'm gonna give it a C. Oh. It's, it's watchable, uh, but it's it's not very good no you're I right hate I, it either it's just like because it has parts in it that i think are fun you know so, yeah 
if, if you could just go with that, then then you'll make it. But if you're trying to get in there and you think you're going to watch like some sort of major piece of art and film cinema history, no, you're not going to get that. It's stupid. But do you go. have an opinion on Never Yes, I do have an opinion. Never Say Never? Like, do you never, have say, a... never Say Never Again is unwatchable. Oh, it is, oh it is, thank, thanks, thank God. It's, it's um, it's just well. First of all, I I like Thunderball, but it's not the best movie. It's kind of slow with all the water parts. But never say never again. It doesn't have any of the Bond stuff in it. it doesn't have the Bond theme. It doesn't have the gun barrel. It has Rowan the Atkinson. awkward. Yeah, that, it's just like <laughs> awkward digital like eighties uh, uh, like. Uh, instead of a gun barrel, you have like something that it's you like can make on an Amiga computer. Yeah. Or something, and then it like the beginning of the movie kind of looks like a like a Dolph Lundgren movie or something. It looks like Commando or something weird. Yeah, it's, it just is off. It's just off. The, yeah, it's like it's like like James Bond was like this movie was made by people that someone described a James Bond movie to them. They're like, let's got this, <laughs> this, this in it, and they're like, okay, now we can make the movie. It's like it's it's got some stuff, but it it's 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 clearly not you know uh, uh, the same level and that's I'm, I'm comparing this to octopusy which isn't good either you know uh, but never say never and again just the music score alone makes it unwatchable but oh it's rough it's a rough movie that's why i'm never gonna ask okay. you guys to watch it because I, I, I thank you for that because i don't want to i don't want to watch it well i'll i will maybe i'll go next but i will also say this that uh even though we did have an extended period of time between watching the movies I watched like Octopussy like one and a half times, you know, because I was like listening to the commentary one of those times, or maybe I picked it up here or there. But I kind of watched it twice, I guess. And then, uh, but I tried to watch that other movie, and like I never lasted longer than like twenty minutes. Yeah, wow. I mean, for you, that is, you know, as yeah, you pointed out. But I, I, I had the time, but I just was kind of like didn't feel like going back to it i'm sure i will watch yeah. it you know but like I, just and I, I tried to watch it we just like at a certain point i'm like i don't really like this can we do you mind if we stop and she's like i was i was hoping you'd say that <laughs> that was like, like make it up yeah to the point where bond has that fight at uh shrublands or whatever with the yeah. the guy that used like the thuggy guard from indiana jones and the temple of doom uh, right. and then after that i'm like I, I, I really can't watch this movie anymore there are Certainly, things in it that I would love to talk about at some point. It's but... kind of like Durson, like we were talking with Josh. It's like, it was homework to do that, and I'll probably do that <laughs> homework, but I'm not. I didn't do it in time to watch. I didn't watch the whole thing in time to for this podcast. Well, you happen. were not assigned. That was I know it was a side of. It was like the extra yeah. credit, and I thought because I, I was like already. I think I was like 19 minutes into it when I told you that last time. Oh yeah, like I can't wait. You know, I'll have watched both of them by then. But then, yeah. uh, you know, minute 21, I was like, um, is there anything else on? What am I doing here? <laughs> There's always something else on. Um, but anyways, yeah. I, I'm gonna give it a C, sort of a C plus for, and the the only extra plus on top of. Uh, of John's grade is just because it kind of like made me nostalgic for like watching movies like Star Wars or something like being plopped, literally plopped down in front of the TV in like 19. Well, I was like, I guess how old was it? It was like seven or eight, but like just like watching 
the whatever movie was on channel 56 or whatever you know what i mean like it just kind of like makes me like yeah this yeah, stupid it. movie with planes and there's a gorilla suit and trains you know like when i was a kid i was probably like super I, i'm sure i've seen this like you know four or five times when i was like real little just because it would be like on you know so it was i would watch HBO, all the games like constantly for yeah that's probably where years. i yeah. saw this the banister scene and everything yes but yeah, it's fun. You like you said, like you know, the train fight and stuff. But like, I, I just kept thinking, like, oh wow, it's pretty dangerous to make this movie and stuff. But like, some of the stuff is good, a lot of it's bad. It's not a good movie. It's kind of dumb. Yeah, there's <laughs> certain things in it that I, I just hate, but like their old like kind of fun. old movie making techniques where like Bond's underneath the uh, the train and they just make like a you know a painting that you know is on like a treadmill kind of thing that just rolls yeah. underneath it. and it, it looks fine in that scene but when they did it in uh, never uh for your eyes only which we haven't done yet there's it's right. just so obvious that like certain shots are actually outside and then certain shots are them in front of a rolling background it doesn't look good and then they're yeah. always like hey we did just look at how clever we are it's like yeah, yeah you made a crappy looking effect great job so, <laughs> so some of the with stuff the 80s ones some of the stuff in this movie is cool. Like, I do like that big Kremlin, like, uh, you know, Doctor Strange lover room and stuff. Like, you know, it's 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 the stylistic in the ways. It kind of does a little bit, like, too into the, like, uh, I don't know, like, Indian stuff. It's not like it's, like, racist or anything. It's just kind of, like, a little bit too I colorful. Oh, I mean, it is. It kind of is like in the whatever like language and stuff they use, but it's like kind of they're trying to kind of be like weird and that because they're like rich, you know, colonizers like they said in the Black Panther movie. Like they're they're like we, we wanted to show how cool India is. This place we conquered and killed a lot of people to get it. <laughs> oh, I, I, do have, I do have a Roger Moore story about India. Um, oh please. Whereas there, whereas they're sort of painting India like they're not really showing the poverty of India in this right. movie. Yeah. But oh. basically, the 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 lousy living conditions over there what made Roger Moore kind of take up the UNICEF and helping children, and oh, that sort of became his life. Well, that's kind of cool. So yeah, how about like, that. If anything good came out of Octopussy, it was that. Well, there we go. I mean, yeah, all right, some things good came out of Octopussy. I don't want to say it's. There were, like I said, there were some funny lines. I. You know the the banister thing. Some of the other fun things like they weren't terrible. No, okay, it's, it was a very average, run of the mill. Right. Movie. It just sort of it's like, you know watchable. Yeah, like I said, it's a short. I I have to say I agree with everything you guys said. I'm gonna say D. Like I know uh, I'm just harder. That's, I guess I'm just. Harder I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't think that that's an unfair grade at all. You know, ask me tomorrow. I'll give it a D. You know, like, I, I think mean, that's like, fair. I, I think it's, it's, it's totally funny, fair. Everything you guys said is correct. I just think it was a little more painful. Like, those things hit a little bit harder for me for some reason. But I, everything you said is true. And, uh, yeah, you were on the money. Just, but you're on the money for for leaning that way as well. Like, I don't that's, disagree with you, you know, either. Yeah. Look. It's just the way it is. and it, But it's not even that. If you said... Hey, watch that movie again. I'd be like, okay. You know, I, <laughs> that's hey, pretty, you know, yeah, that's pretty that's good. A, that's, that's pretty good. That's the best 
view you could put. Eh, watch right. that movie again. Eh, okay. Okay. All right. I mean, but, but you wouldn't put a fight Zard- up against it. If you said, like, watch Zardoz again, I might be like, oh, Christ. Right, right, right. Like, do I have to do it in one sitting? Yeah. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that's not a bad... I mean, maybe that. Maybe I'm being too harsh because I could sit through it again. And there are movies... That I couldn't, you know, that we've done. And I don't even know if I could sit through Daredevil again. And we just did oh, that. Yeah, I don't think I can. <laughs> you guys are going to watch if you so near, Now you're going to watch it again. I'd be like, oh, nah. I couldn't uh, even make it through it when we were, <laughs> like, the first time I was watching in 20 years. So. <laughs> I mean, there's enough funny jokes, I think, in this one. That's basically it for, for me. Like the, the, some of the funny lines and figures and stuff like that, like, yeah. you know. You know, it's it's enough to keep me interested. So, but I still, I maybe D is too harsh, but C minus, I don't know, but yeah, D's fine. Somewhere around I think D is I, fine. So it's fine. In the yeah. summer of '83, the Battle of the Bonds. Yeah. The pussy came out on top in terms of what? 187 million it made, or something like that. Yeah, I think it was like the sixth highest grossing film in the U.S. that year. Um, so I mean, it was still doing. Good business. I mean, it was. What yeah. did you say? How much did it make? I think it was 187 on a 27.5 right. million budget, something like that. So yeah, a pretty good return. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, then that's also 1983 dollars. I don't know what it would be adjusted for inflation, but I, uh, I don't either. But I but mean, yeah, Never Never was did pretty well too. Like it, they were very comparable. Yeah, it was something like it. there was only like 20 something million between the the two. But yeah. the fact that Roger Moore's movie made more than Sean Connery's is kind of surprising. But it's because yeah. Never Say Never Again is awful. <laughs> it's boring and slow, and I yeah. kind of want you to watch it just so we could talk about how bad uh, it is. But I, I can't even. Isn't um the guy Renee like, uh there. The guy, what's that guy? The guy from, oh shit, sorry. Forget it. I'm trying to think of the other assistant that's talking to M and Bond, like after the training exercise. Penelope Smallbone? Oh, wait, no, you oh, No, no, and never, never say never. Again. Oh, never, oh. I don't know who that is. I the can't guy know. from Benson and like, and Star Trek. Odo. Oh yeah, that is that guy, Renee, whatever his last name is. Oh, yeah, I don't know how to say his last name, but yeah, like he's in that. And but they're both like aged out. You know what I mean? Like Bond, uh Connery Bond's like he looks well, that's... he looks old. Like I feel like yeah, Roger Moore he... still just looked like James Bond. Not James Bond, but you know what I mean, James Bond. Yeah. The other but... actor. <laughs> <laughs> but like that was the point of Never Say Never Again is that like, yeah. James Bond was old in it, yeah. and uh, they never address it in any of the Roger Moore movies, and he was older. And I feel right. looks older. I actually feel Connery looks better in this movie than he did in Diamonds Are Forever. Well, it's because he has a toupee. Well, he had a toupee in Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, he, was right. just, he was just as he did a paunch, and he just kind of let himself go <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Old play. Yeah. Right. Old play. <laughs> All right, well... I think it's that's all we got for Octopussy, I think, right? Are we good? Octopussy. 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 Uh, but I listen think that's to it, our yeah. Bond episodes. Listen to mm-hmm. all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag wherever you get your podcast. Get your Spotify. It's true. Apple. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something unusual, but it actually is weirdly podcast related in a couple of different ways. I sent you a link earlier. Matt Berry 
from What We Do in the Shadows was on the best show with Tom Sharpling. Tom Sharpling was on League Podcast when he, like, agreed to do the show one time. So uh, there's a new episode of the best show and listen to our uh, What We Do in the Shadows podcast, <laughs> The Vampire Council. It's like we listen. It's like we interviewed Matt Berry because someone who was once on our podcast. Yeah, it's called the League Effect. <laughs> the League Effect All right. is what they call it. Uh, very well, check that out. And yeah, check out all of our stuff. Check out Clay's stuff on YouTube, and um, check out some uh, Viz stuff yeah, that John has lettered. Some manga. Manga, yeah. Oh, how did so, Terry Moore do with his uh, Kickstarter? He like really oh, we, yeah, we done, interviewed right? Terry Moore like a month, about a month ago, and he made well over his goal for his Kickstarter. In fact, he cleared it within like a day or a few hours. Was that the the League podcast bump? The I League effect, the League bump. Yeah, the League sure. bump. Obviously, he ended up with over one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Um, just like just like us after every episode of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. I mean, one hundred eighty-two seven oh one. It was a, a, a like a twenty thousand dollar goal or something like something in the twenty thousand. So obviously, thanks to us, uh, all the stretch goals were met, and so thank you and congratulations, to Terry Moore. Go back and listen to our Terry Moore episode and listen to all our episodes. Um, that's all we got. That's it no more. That's it no more. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll yeah. talk to you later. Yes. <laughs> League will return, etc., etc. League will return. <laughs> the League will return. So hold on tight. Octopusy. Octopusy. Octopus. Octopusy. Octopus. 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 Octopus.